appreciate you, Sean, for like opening up this platform and letting those of us that have been successful here. Um, yeah, the culture. Your stuff. I like your side, but I'm gonna cop some. Like I just never got it. <laughs> I just never get it's it. Good, my brother. For real. I, but I like your stuff though. For real. For real. Uh, go, uh, just tell people, you know, who you is. Tell people about yourself and shit like that. So what's good, everybody? I'm Frosty Supreme. I'm the Pink Bottom and Icy Originator. Um, I'm a Hat Club Community Manager. Um, I'm the Number one artist in the world. Yeah. All of those. He the GOAT. All That's what I'm saying. He yeah. the GOAT. <laughs> we on our way. Definitely. So uh what's up with the tell tell people the, the story behind the pinky and the icy. Cool. I right, bet so the pink came behind. Um my mom passed away when I was a kid from breast cancer. And uh, she she passed away on December 4th. So December 4th, everybody knows is Jay-Z's birthday. But the reason that was so significant to me was she dedicated the song December 4th to me. So me and her will always go back and forth, talk about that song and whatever. We, you know, she was like, you know, we would talk about it and then she passed away on that day, which is the reason why I make music. So um, <clears throat> after all that time, uh, I wanted to dedicate basically a hat for me to her. So it was, I got, I do I have the original 96 with me right here? I don't, I joined in the Duffy. But basically it was Yankee, 96, and then pink. Okay. And so um, the pink representing the breast cancer, 96 representing Jay-Z, me and my, my birth year, 96, you know, uh, for a reasonable doubt album like stuff like that and then the yankee being like just being from where i'm from and then december 4th made the yankee hat more famous than a yankee can kind of feeling and so when i put all those together it just was like kind of classic just for me and so i put them all together boom my homie jester um he was the manager at the time at the noho location and um he's no longer the manager he's the designer you know what i'm saying he's yeah i know him as you know pink bottom just i think and, uh, so just, he, you know, I pulled up on him. I was like, yo, help, you know, what's up? I need this. I want to get this done. And uh, a couple months later, we got it done. A couple months later after that, it was a line. A couple months after that, it was a community. A couple months after that, we here, you know what I'm saying? So it kind of all just came together real quick, but real, real, real easy. That's what's up. That's what's up. I see you be doing the, the breast cancer walk and stuff, too. Yeah, hell yeah. I try to make sure we do that every year. I dress up like the Pink Ranger, me and a couple of the homies. I was just about to ask, is that you in the Pink Ranger fit? Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's me, my brother. Um, shout out to boy Drip, Skylark. Um, he did it this year, TJ. He did it with his, with his son. He dressed up as the Pink Ranger, too, and did the work for his moms. Uh, it's just basically to bring strength around, you know, bring that good energy around. They like to see that, you know. I like to do it, too. It just feels good to be there and give them that support and be like, look, you know, we here, we fighting with you. Yeah, that's what's up. I try to, I try to donate to shit like that, cause my my friend mom had breast cancer, but she uh beat it. So yeah. you know, I try to donate to that whenever you know, say somebody come around. Yeah, doing hell yeah, hell yeah. whatever. It always count, man. That shit always goes a long way. People appreciate it. Just even knowing that you did it, it just feel good most times. So that's yeah. really cool too. 
Yeah, that's that's what's up for real, for real. I like the I like the fact you you dress up like the pink ranger and you actually do the walk and stuff like that. I seen you mm-hmm. have pinkies and stuff like that. That shit. Yeah. That shit been lit, man. I'm not gonna lie. Like I did it with my brother the first year with a small group of us, and then the second time we did it, um, we gave our hats to everybody. Hat club, you know, we gave out the the harp uh, joint. So it was actually even better because it was like everybody came and get the, they got to have a pink hat on. We did the photo shoot there. So it was, that shit was lit. That shit was lit. Yeah, that's my love, bro. That's what's up. Hell yeah. Tell people about the Icy. So with the Icy's, basically my name Frosty. So it was kind of just like a playoff of that. It was really just supposed to be Frosty Blue the whole time. Frosty Blue, Frosty Blue. And then uh, it, I basically just was thinking of it as some like, if we did pink, we gotta do blue. Like there's just no way that we gonna do the pinky without the without the you know the frosty blue. So yeah, um, I just pitched them both together, but they came out so far apart. You know what I'm saying? Like one came out in May, and the next one came out in like December. I mean that ain't bad, cause you know December is you know that time of year for like blue and stuff That's like that. You know. So the first the first uh, icy that we had was the Subway Series. Uh, Without the icy patch, it was just a regular Subway Series icy. I still got that motherfucker. I might back that shit out for soon. And uh, that I thought I brought it over here. You see, I'm bugging. I brought a whole different set of hats than what I thought I had. But um, that was the first one we did, and then it just kept going from there. You know what I'm saying? But the pinks already had blew up, so people were like still chasing pinks, and then the icies were kind of like creeping up behind them shits. Like if you knew, you knew. Yeah. And then, Eventually, they, I think they just kind of like, kind of just started playing their own roles in their own, in their own way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that shit lit now. You down there to like I said, you down there to the Mike, Mike and LeBron and Kobe of this shit right now, man. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. That's, that's, that's a, a beautiful feeling because it's like, you know, like before I always tell people before the the pink bottoms like. I I didn't know what was going to happen with fitted, you know what I'm saying? Like I didn't think that it would be this, but, but to see how much it's changed the world, is that's you know who you know, that's beautiful. Like what could I ask for? Yeah, bro. Like I I used to rock fitted like in middle school and stuff like that. Then like snapback came through, so I started rocking those. So I was like heavy in the fitteds, and then um. After the snapback, it was like the dad caps. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it was like, it was like, uh, you. I always wondered what everybody was gonna do with the fittings, cause I still had fittings. And mm-hmm. I was like, is this shit gonna come back around or what's up with it? And then, literally this year, bro, I see everybody like wearing fittings. They got the patches, the blips, the this that. I'm mm-hmm. like, damn. Then I just did an interview with uh. Fetch her a fitted. Yep. I did an interview with her and she was telling me about the whole community. So I'm like, damn, this shit bigger than like what I thought it was. So hell yeah. That's it's been getting it's been getting bigger. Like I remember the first line that we ever had. And since then it's been you know consistent. Like we had a line since. Okay, that's what's up. So you already talked about your name, but where did you get the preen from? Um, I ain't gonna lie. I think 
for as long as I can remember. I had made it like at first my name was just Supreme before anything. I was like my MySpace name. That's what I, I mean. made that. Yeah, yeah, I had made that shit my MySpace name when I was like in the second, third grade. It was just Money Sign Supreme, and then um. I didn't even know about like the brand yet or nothing. Like I wasn't into like the brand Supreme yet. I just had seen um, how it was written out sometime, one time somewhere. And I was like, I like the way that looked. And I just made it my MySpace name. And then it, I just kept it like that for, you know, forever. And then my aim became like, you know, my aim was like the kid Supreme. So then I, everybody was just on that type of time. And then as I got older, it just, Niggas never really called me Supreme, so everybody would just call me Preem, 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 everywhere. And then I kind of just adopted that name when I kept rapping um, and playing ball. I would just, you know, I like outside in general, I would meet people and niggas would be like, yo, that's Preem. And be like, oh, I bet, yo, it's good, bro. And so that name just kind of just stuck with me. And then when I started taking music serious, um, we came up with Frosty, just like my, you know, as like a team, like my girl had said it one time and I was like, we gonna run with that. And so I just hit my homies when we put up on the block. I'm like, yo bro, from now on, everything that's cool is frosty. Everything that's wavy is frosty. Everything that we love is frosty. Niggas be like, I bet, fuck it, we lit. That shit is we hard. Jack it. <laughs> yeah, so we jacked it, you know what I'm saying? I changed my Instagram name um, to Frosty Prem and then that was it. Like I just was like, fuck it, we gonna keep pushing this shit. Yeah, should've been lit since. I ain't gonna hold you. I'm glad I did it. Man, the backstory tough as hell too. Thank you, Brody. How you get that? Uh, the logo. How you get the frosty logo? What made you do that? Yeah. Um, I had a song called Booby. This before even had even blew up. I had a song called Booby, and so I hit my boy. Um, he make all my artwork. I actually never met him in real life, but he been making all my artwork for the last like three years. My homie Sean Rosewood, and um, shout out to him. I was like, yo, bro, I need something wearing like a pink bottom Yankee, but I want it to look like kind of like a Wahoo, but kind of not, but kind of like scary, but kind of not. Just yeah. make something for me for my single. It was just a song coming out. And he was like, all right, I'm gonna just take over from here. Like, I'll just make you something. And then the boy sent me back this shit. And I'm like, nah, this shit crazy, bro. Like, what the fuck? Uh and so I was like, yo, just send me this logo, like nothing else. I don't want the background because it said booby over the top. It had like the colors around it. And I was like, yo, just send me this logo. And so when he sent me this logo, I made it a pin. And then after I made it a pin, it kept going and kept going and kept going. So. Yeah, I'm going to need that too. I'm going to need yeah, that too. I, I, mean, I got this rug for my birthday or for Christmas, one of the two. Either way, I got it for a gift. And shit lit. I just hung it up in the wall. You in the, you in the gallery? Nah, we was there, um, that's funny you said that. We was there yesterday. Um, we shot the album, uh, one of the album covers. I'm gonna drop a couple projects back to back, so. Okay, how was, how was that? That shit was lit. Um, my homie Hype um, shot it. My homie Shia uh, Creative directed it um, with my homie um, Joey from AMPM Gallery. So all of those guys together, uh, I had an idea of, so the gallery is AM, PM. The album is basically how you feel on your birthday, Eastside Baby, the album. So it's uh, basically how you feel in the morning versus how you feel at night. So we try to recreate that in the photo shoot for the album cover for the, for the promotion. So 
right. like what it looks like for us in the studio during the daytime versus at nighttime when we get back from like the club and stuff. That shit remind me of that Nelly, that Nelly shit. You remember when he did the sweat and then he did the suit and then he combined yep. it with sweat suit. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's tough though. That's tough though. That's tough. <laughs> the sweat and then the suit is crazy. When you put that together, it's so funny as shit. <laughs> that was really some fly shit back there too. Hey, for real, for real. That boy went diamond. They used to say what they want. Man. Nelly went diamond. For real, yeah. I heard. I heard he got more. What was it? More platinums than Jay or something like that. He do got a shitload of platinum plaques. Yeah, something crazy. Right. I was like, that's that ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Jay Who else went diamond? Vanilla Ice went diamond. So, I mean, it's not like, you know, niggas be going diamond. Like, you know, it could be some bullshit too, but, <laughs> you know, <laughs> boy, boy was on his, he was, he was on his bullshit though. I ain't gonna lie. Hey, especially with the uh, Air Force Ones joint. That might have changed the world. Hey, for real. They said that the world. They took the the price tag from fifty dollars to a hundred after that song, bro. He ruined everything for all of us. Hey, bro. <laughs> <laughs> now if you don't work at night, eat them damn drones is a hundred dollars each. Man, I think they bumped it up, right? One ten or something like that. Yeah, one ten. It's one ten flat. It's, it's still no tax. They trying to just keep it under the tax. Bro, they they need to that and the dunks. Nah, I don't have no pair of dunks though, bro. You don't, you don't rock with the dunks. I don't, I don't like the way they look. They look kind of weird on my feet. I don't know, bro. The dunks, the dunks. Eh. I got a pair as I got lobster as these. Which ones? The lobsters, the blue ones. Ooh, you got that sauce. I got, I got those. I've had those for a minute. You got that they still, sauce. They still good too. Them the hardest ones out of all the lobsters, if you ask me. The blue and the yeah. purple. The blue and the yeah, I wanted I want the uh I want them them like orangey ones that's about to drop. They already dropped. Yeah. Oh yeah, they already dropped. Fuck. You see, I'll be out the loop, bro. Bro, I want... I'm gonna have to hit somebody right now, like yo, hold it down, what's up? I need those. <laughs> hey, I don't be knowing. I don't be with drivers. Got to. What else you be on, man? Shit, I'll be on the game for real. Hey, I saw that you do Twitch. You Twitch. Yeah. That's what's up. How many, Twitch how many crazy? How many uh followers you got? Followers? I got a hundred and fifty-five or something like that right now. All right, that means y'all go fuck with my boy Twitch, bruh. Go fuck Hell with yeah. Tune Get in. On the Twitch. I, I seen motherfuckers been hitting me now. I'll be I'll be up posting my clips. And before it was like love, niggas would be like, that was a cool clip. Now motherfuckers be having me like, you need to play me. 1v1 me right now. I'm like, yo, bro. Leave the fuck alone, bro. I don't, I don't play this shit for y'all, for real. Hey, I really be playing this shit just to... I just be playing this shit to have fun. I used to play this shit, no headphones, no nothing with the music on, TV on mute, just playing the game, and I'll just do something cool and be like, oh, that was hard. Let me clip that. And I'll post a clip like that. And then... You know, a couple of my homies was like, nigga, you, you, you be on your shit in that motherfucker. Like, you be hitting it. You be going hard. I'm like, all right, bet. I'm, I'm going to make a Twitch. Whatever. If you frosty, bro. Yeah. I mean, you could try it. I'll be, be in these lobbies, and I'll be seeing certain names that I recognize. And 
Y'all don't be killing me the way I be killing y'all. I just know what I'm gonna say. <laughs> hey man, that's all I'm gonna say. Y'all need to bring that. Y'all need to bring that heat, man. Word. If y'all see me in y'all lobby, know I'm a sweat. No, I'm just know. <laughs> I'm on that motherfucker. Hey, for real. I'm getting killed too. So, uh, with your sauce, who who you look up to? Like, who inspires you with your sauce, bro? The way you dress. Mm. Cause I, I, I feel like the way works, I dress. I need answers. I'm not gonna lie, bro. I dead ass be wearing what the fuck I want most times. I be trying to like not be influenced by nothing, so I could create on a level like you know what I'm saying just pure. So I try not to be inspired by like anything too much, where it could like sway what I actually like. Okay, yeah. That's what so, I like. That's why you see, I ain't even know. I don't even know when shit be dropping because I ain't really looking. Okay, you yeah. gotta bring it to me, and if I like it, then I'll be like, all right, I'm gonna go after that one, man. I'm gonna go get it. But in terms of like just being like constantly on to something, I don't really, I don't really like to be like looking into the hype because I'm gonna just get caught up. Okay, I'm not gonna be able to create like for, I'm gonna think ten years ahead, but I can't because I'm thinking about this right now, and so that just always gets to me. Um, I would say I'm really into like. Like very like quality Japanese fashion. Um, I'm really into like snowboarding pants, um, like moose knuckle pants and stuff like that. I got a pair of them joints is hard. Uh, like leather jackets and Vansons and stuff like that. I'm really into like certain items like sweatsuits, but they gotta be like. Like, I got the Red Supreme sweatsuit. That was, like, a piece that I was, like, people was like, yo, that's a good sweatsuit. But if it's like that, I'll, you know, I'll try to go for something that's, like, very, like, bright and, like, just, like, oh, yeah, that's a piece. So, but, like, in terms of, like, everyday fashion, I feel like this, I don't know. I feel like if I was rich enough, I would just dress like Lil Uzi, I swear to God. <laughs> I would just be in some shit that's, like. Yeah, just be in some Chanel shoes and like some snowboarding pants and like a white beater and a fitted. I didn't expect that, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that ass. I would just be oh, in some no, wild shit. It's gonna be like, cause a lot of people from New York, they talk about Dipset, like how Dipset and you know influenced the the look over there, which is yeah. you know, uh, uh, it's a common answer, but um. Even I was like influenced by you know Jimmy like when he dropped balling, bro. I was in that mud like every day white tees, baggy pants, bro. Had to fit it on red, fit it all. Yeah, I had that. I had that era like you feel me. There was a moment like you go to my Instagram. I got the, on the the Yankee big red Yankee um, jacket with like the big baggy pants with the chain, my do rag on, my boogers in the ears. Like that all come from like that that era, but. Like, in terms of now, like, I already was inspired by that. It kind of, like, pushed through to, like, who I am today more than what I'm inspired by today. So, like, that ever was, like, definitely a part of, like, my life. Wearing biggies, uh, BB belts. I still got an old pink, fully studded BB belt. Like, that one come out every once in a while. Um, so, like, there's still stuff from that culture that I still brought with me to, the, to now. Even just wearing fitteds, like. 
I'm like that kind of came from that era. You had a bit, you know, you had to have a fitted, which is you know your whole outfit. That's what made the whole outfit what it was. Yeah, that's the. I difference. just damn, I ain't lose that. You know what I'm saying? I kept that with me the whole time, and so like that just. And then Jim Jones was definitely probably one of my biggest influences in life. Like as, as crazy as that sound, everybody was like, I, I was really looking up to Cameron, but when Jim Jones came out, I wanted to dress like Jimmy. Like yeah. Jimmy had the swag to me, his belts. He had like the skulls on the pants with the the big BB belt with the world on it. He was outside with the big Averex jackets on with the, really? you know, opened up his hair out with the big fitted on, just looking real, just what crazy. The- he was just looking like a savage. For real? I was like, I can't wait to just wear a jacket that big. Hell yeah. And I was just going <laughs> That was, was me in fifth grade. That was me in fifth grade, bro. Fifth, sixth grade, seventh grade, bro. I used to, I used to like, I, I go to the computer, ask my mom to let me get on the computer and shit. I get on the computer and I look up Jim Jones fix. <laughs> and I put some shit together and look down there just like that. Go to school clean as hell. Oh, shit. Clean as hell, bro. Nah, that's how you supposed to give it up. I remember I had these pants. It was like three pockets down the leg in the back, like three back pockets down the leg mm-hmm. on each side. Had the little red. I don't even know what the design was, but I had the the red. I think New York fitted, and then I had the white tee. Everybody was wearing the baggy tees at the time, but I seen Jimmy had the you know the the, the fitted on already. Uh huh. Boy, on I'm like, I'm finna kill these niggas today, bro. I'm finna kill these niggas today. I go in that mud. Everybody like, damn, this nigga, this nigga going crazy. You know, I had to help all of that, bro. Going crazy, bro. You had to catch up. I'm telling you, Jimmy was onto something. I feel like we dress like Jimmy even more now in a way. Like yeah, that's yeah. why I kind of like, even like Uzi. You see Uzi, he be outside with the BB belt on, with the G shocks, with the Leather jackets on. It's like that to me. That that comes from that Dipset era too. He just styling it in a different way. You know, he just adding a little bit more sauce, his sauce to it. Not even more sauce. He added his sauce to it. Yeah. So that shit cool to me. From y'all though. That what? He down there down the street from y'all, Philly. Man, that nigga. You see, he living being Soho in the Bronx and in Brooklyn more than probably anywhere in the world. I see videos of him every day in, in New York City. Every day doing regular shit. Hey, he a cool ass dude, bro. Uzi a cool head, ass dude. He a legend. He really a rock star. Hey, for real, for real. For real. Yeah. I fuck with that. All right. So I, I asked a few people to uh shoot me some questions to ask you. The person said, what keeps you going? The end goal. There's always a bigger picture, you know what I'm saying? So I feel like this is the beginning of something that's going to be way bigger. I know this shit huge, but it's going to be bigger than this. And when it get bigger than that, it's going to get bigger than that because it could keep going, keep going now. So if I think about it, like before I made paints, I didn't know how big the hat was going to get. Now the hat, I could say a million people probably have a pink bottom, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and that not might not even be a lot of people. What's a million people? So you know the whole United States, right? You know what I'm saying? There's billions of people on this planet. 
I heard we hit eight billion or something. I need, I need like three billion people to have a pink bottle. But like I want it to be like a national hat in the world. Think about it like this, bro. A million people got it. How many you think they got though? That's a fact. A million people probably got three, four, or five. So you damn near at three, four, five million, you know? Nah, you're right. When you put it that way, that's a crazy way to put it. Cause I know motherfuckers okay. now that got eleven hundred hats. Exactly. So you up there. Yeah. There you go to. It's gonna get I just wanna I wanna see it like on a level where like I know last year we got to see it on field, which is crazy. We got to see Pinks and Icy's on field for Mother's Day and Father's Day. That was crazy, crazy. J Tip sent it to me like, bro, you seen what you done did? Like, you you got pink bottoms on field, and that was cool too. Cause if anybody knows how you know J Tips, man, that's a a legend in this shit for real. And so getting that message was like, oh, like uh, almost like an eye opener. Like, damn, dude, my shit really. It's really moving, man. Like we really getting somewhere um, on a different level, on a different playing field. And then like certain people would hit me from New Era and be like, you know, thank you for your contribution, your contribution, your con- I just pronounced that shit terribly. Your contribution to the to the game, like you really changed the culture forever. And that's you know, and of course you know my hack club family, like you know they always keep me on my toes too, keep me going. But I know at the end of this, I just want to be the number one artist in the world, bro. For real. That's what's up. So well, like, I was if going this to... is my, I feel like this is my four, I'm going to catch you off. I feel like this is my Yeezy in a way. Like yeah. the pink bottom is like my Yeezy. Yeah, that's what's up. I was going to say, um, like, I don't know if you actually know like the actual effect of what you started. Mm-hmm. But it's like it's like bigger than you know, it's bigger than life right now. Like it's crazy, cause I be watching uh I be watching YouTube sometimes, and I watch uh Private Selection. That's why I, I wanted to get you on this podcast. Mm-hmm. I watch you. You ever seen like Private Selection? No, I don't, you know I don't watch. I just I don't watch nothing, bro. I figured. <laughs> I figured. I'm <laughs> boy a musician. You don't watch nothing. I don't watch nothing. My YouTube is straight beats. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they like a they like a sneaker store. So they'll go around like to sneaker stores, and they'll buy like clothes, hats, and shoes and st- like shit like that. So mm-hmm. they'll talk about like the pinky. But they they get it from like you know them New York videos like the niggas that be in the streets the Bing Bong yeah yeah, yeah. that's where mm-hmm. they get it from but they don't know the actual nigga that created the shit that's crazy so it's like I wanted to get you on here to actually you know get that shit around because we know who actually started the shit who where it came from you know yeah because so, I feel like you should you should get that respect bro like that's you know that's Yo. I feel like it, it, it come in waves. It's yeah. like it, it definitely come in waves. Like I did ex- I didn't expect it to, to blow up. And it's so far into fashion now that it's like it's like just normal to see almost. Mm. And so like I know where to catch back up when everything starts to like cycle down into life and everybody kind of settle down and, and the hype end and it's like, I wonder who made that shit. Like who is it? and then 
even when the music blow up, because I know the more my music been blowing up, people come to me and they're like, yo, bro, I've been listening to music for since four years ago. I already bought these hats because of you. And then there's people that be like, yo, I was buying these hats. And then I found your music because niggas was telling me about you. So it all comes together in like in full circle. But I think once they both hit at the same time, it's just going to be a certain way where it's like, damn, like, like, I bet like this all just kind of just settled in for every, for everything. Like this kid uh, did it all. Like, I know you did this. I know you did this. I know you did this. And it's like, yeah, I did all of that. And it's like, damn, bro. I bet I've been, I've been rocking with your shit for mad long and I ain't even know. That's I think that effect is gonna be cool too. So, if it takes longer, uh, this my homie, well, not my homie, but this dude Russ, uh, the rapper Russ, uh, mm. he had said some shit one time, and I had took from it what I took from it, but it was kind of like saying like, if you go hard in five years, you're gonna see something, and in ten years, you're gonna make something. So it's like, that's what's up. Yeah, that sound that sound about right, man. That's yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? If you stick with it for five years, you're gonna see some something gonna happen for you. Yeah, you keep going, you know, something gonna you gonna make something out that motherfucker. So I feel like I'm still very, very early in this shit. The first hat I ever made was a pink bottom. Second hat I ever made was icy blue bottom. So I hit on both of those extremely. Um, I ain't make another hat since. So you go to bro. You you set right now. You set right now in the fashion, fashion. Yeah. I ain't even gonna lie to you. Um, so I was checking. I was I followed you because I knew who you was from the the pinkies and the icies because they was explaining you know who you was to me, and then mm-hmm. I asked for the interview, and then I seen. Uh, fetch 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 her fitted had told me that you had did music. But I didn't really mm-hmm. think of it like at the time. But I was watching one of your stories where you was, you know, twitching. And then I saw the song on there. It was that Mona Lisa joint. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. crazy. So I looked <laughs> to see who it was. And it was you. I'm like, oh, shit, this nigga cold, bruh. So I, I, I go to iTunes and I, I start looking up your music. Then mm-hmm. I heard that Violet. I'm like, oh, yeah, this this nigga nah, cold. Thank you, bro. Thank you, bro. I had to. I, we made Mona Lisa in the studio. The beat and the song within like 25 minutes, bro. My homie, me and my homie Jack, who my homie Jack, that's what that shit that's regular for us. We make like I'll make like 11 songs in like four hours, five hours. And out of those 11 songs, no lie, bro, I might drop like nine of them shit. This nigga called you, you called it's. I actually, I I wrote music before, like I I did music, but I stopped to focus on like clothes and shit like that. But it was like, it's hard to actually come up with an actual track. So when you come up with some shit in like 20 minutes, get it all laid down and you know, get it all mixed and shit, like Mm -hmm. that's some goatish shit. Like that's tower. I be doing that shit. We be in the studio sometimes. My homie Jack, he'll, he'll be like, it'll be like a session. I'll get there. Let's say it's five hours. I'll sit down. I'll roll something up. You know, we chilling, listening to some shit that I already had, like beats that I already was listening to. My fault. And um, he'll go and be like, yo, uh, so go in the booth real quick. And I'll go in the booth and then like 20 minutes, that song is done. So I'll come out the booth. 
he already don't roll one while I was in the booth because all he doing is hitting record, 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 record. I'm going line for line for line for line back to back. Yeah. And so um, after that, I'll come out. He'll mix it up real quick. And while he's mixing the drawing up, I'll be like, all right, bro, I'm going to play this other beat. So he'll put the headphones on the same. He'll mix with the headphones on while I'm playing this other beat. And I'll come up with a rhythm for that one. I already have like a melody in my head for it. I'll pick one up real quick and then I'll go back in the booth and he'll just next one, next one, next one, next one. And sometimes now I'll come out, I don't finish all the ones that I didn't plan on coming to do. So I'll be like, yo, let's cook up. He'll go through some samples real quick. Next sample, sound, 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 sound. Be like, I like that one. He's like, I'm gonna throw some drums on that shit. By the time he's done with the drums, I'm already in the booth. I'm waiting for this nigga to hit record. I'm feeding. I'm like, yo, bro, hurry up, bro. Come on, hurry up, bro. I'm liking the rhythm. Let's go, hurry up. He dropped that shit in there. I already dropped. I do the chorus right there. So really with Mona Lisa, he made the beat right in front of me. And I was like, nah, this shit go hard. And so I just, that I, I was in there with some friends and my family and shit, wifey and shit. We in the corner. And I just stepped off into the darkness by myself. You feel me? Hoodie on. I'm just in the darkness by myself. And I just was coming up with that. I feel like a thief in the night. And beautiful person. I'm painting it like Mona Lisa. And then I went in the booth and I, I fucking did this shit. And that's the first time I did it. That wasn't like I said it that way the first time I said it. That shit hard too, actually. I ain't gonna lie to you. I tried that. Like I did it one time. And then my, my homie was like, redo it, redo it. And he ended up deleting it. Like the I did it. And he ended up deleting it. I got it all the way through perfect the first time. And he was like, redo it just so we could, you know, make sure. So we ended up deleting that track. And then um, it took me about five times to actually do that mug. To get it again. Yeah, that's how it be, bro. You got to get used to being in the studio. So, like, especially knowing what you sound like in your headphones. Yeah. Like, I'm used to, I'm, I'm used to literally what I sound like in my headphones. Like, that's what that I sound, I know what to sound like when I step in that booth. That's, I know what I sound like. That shit, like, it's hard because I, I actually hate my voice, but I don't know. Like, when I get in there and then it's all mixed up, I, I like, I try to forget about my voice, like, while I'm, you know, listening back. Mm -hmm. But when I get in there and then they mix it up, it's like, all right, this, that shit right here, bro. Like, I, yeah, I, yeah, hell yeah. For a long time. You said what? For a long time, bro, I used to mute this, my voice in the headphones. So I couldn't hear myself. I would just rap, and then I would, like, I just knew to keep my consistent tone throughout the rest of the song so I would know what I sounded like. And that's how I ended up knowing what I sound like. And it wasn't until I, I started during the pandemic, I would go to the studio for, like, 10 hours, 12 hours, fucking eight hours. So you and that motherfucker for so, I got the headphones on now for five and a half out of eight hours, yeah. six hours out of eight hours. The voice that I'm speaking through the microphone in is the only voice that I hear in my headphones. And I turn the headphones up loud enough that I can't hear my voice. I can only hear my headphones voice. So now I sound like what my headphones sound like only. That's my conscience voice now. That's the voice that I'm speaking through. And that's the voice that I hear. That's the voice that I, I and, that I have. Okay. And so I just stay there. And I just stay in that zone. I put my shades on and I just stay in that zone till that you know, till we done. He said he hopped in the booth on that Wayne, threw the hoodie on in the dark. Went crazy. Yep. 
You <laughs> <laughs> said you went crazy. What was your mindset uh, doing that that Violet joint? When we did Violet, I was trying to. So I've been like making drill music, but I don't want to make drill music that everybody listens to, like the just screaming or using like a, a deep voice or something like that. So I basically try to just combine drill music and what I wanted to talk about. And I I ain't let the just the beat conform like what I'ma say. And so I heard the beat, shout out to Tory Lanez, that's the sample. Um the sample is the color violet. Um that's the reason why I named it that. But Tory is if we talk in music, Tori is probably my number one inspiration. Yeah, he 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 inspirational as fuck. I fuck with Tori. Yeah. Uh, like I was fucking with him before, like he was cool, but uh, I ain't really start fucking with him heavy until he dropped that new Toronto three. Mhm. That shit had no skips, bruh. No skips. I was playing that I've been shit listening to oh, three for a minute. Yeah, that shit. That's crazy. my dog. When I was when I, like 2000, I want to say, I want to say 11, but I might be, I might be even sooner than. But it was definitely when Lost Cause had came out. He dropped this mixtape called Lost Cause. He had this song called Grandma's Crib on the shit. And if you go to YouTube, he did the, like his show in New York City, um, at like this thing called like Los Santos Party House or some shit like that. Motherfucker, I was the first online. This was like his first show in New York City type shit. I was the first motherfucker online, me and my girl. And um, when we went there, like, I was a super fan already of Tori because he was, we already had such relatable stories. Like, his mom had passed. You feel me? My mom had just passed. He was staying at his grandma's crib going through shit. I was staying at my grandma's crib going through shit. So it felt like he was dead ass making music that I was just for me. Yeah. I mean, everything that he made just sounded like it was for me in that moment. Like, this was somebody that was writing my, what I'm going through. And so he got all these singing ass songs on that album, like Henny in Hand and all these like real singing ass songs. And so when we went to go see him perform, I already had started kind of like trying to rap, you know, going to like open mics and shit, and, like just trying to be around certain artists going to the studio. I was still fresh. I ain't even probably had went to the studio more than like 20 hours. But I was still trying. I was trying to go, you know, get right. And um, I had seen him perform. And, bro, he was performing all them singing-ass songs while he was crowd surfing. <laughs> and I was like, damn, like, I could really make any type of music I want to make. It really just matter if people like it enough to, for, for them to come see it and I could perform it how I want to perform. And so from that day on, bro, I crowd surfed every show. Like, Tory Lanez is the literal reason why I make the music I feel I make and try to make the best music in the world and perform the best and rap the best. I try because of that nigga, no cap. That's what's up. So you perform? Yeah, hell yeah. That's like my favorite part of making music. That's the only reason why I like making music, is to perform that shit. I, that was one of my questions. I was going to ask which one you like more, performing or making? Um, I mean, I like making music. I like if I could be in the studio every day for 24 hours a day, I probably would. But if you gave me an option to perform in front of a million people a night or spend time in the studio, I would perform in front of a million people every night. That's what's up. Yeah. I like that idea. 
you on the right wave, I ain't even gonna lie to you, bro. Like, I've been putting people on to that, that vibe. That's that shit. I Thank you, bro. My man, yesterday, he pulled me to the side. He playing that shit in the, in the art gallery. He like, bro, this you? I'm like, yeah, bro. He like, bro, I ain't gonna lie. If J. Cole hear this, you gonna be rich. I'm like, nah, this nigga okay. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's crazy, that, crazy that you describe it like that because I was thinking about it because I was like, I was like, uh, I was wondering because I was like, I know you probably going to ask why I fuck with it. And that's the that's what I was saying, because I was like, you you want to drill beat and most drill niggas be talking all that violent shit like they want to drill niggas, kill niggas, boom, mm-hmm. niggas, that shit. But when you on there, you actually spitting some shit like you. It's some shit that you actually got to hear. So it's like, mm-hmm. when you listen to these drill niggas, like, I'm a K-Flock fan, so I'm going to say this. When you listen to them, it's a lot of yelling. Like, you can't really focus on what he's saying. So mm-hmm. it's yelling. It's a lot of, uh, I had to, I had to actually block everything out. I had to sit in my room and actually listen to what the fuck he was saying. In order and you to- could hear the bars then. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, okay. them niggas is nice. Most of them, like the drill rappers, they really is good. They just, I think what comes down to drill music now is kind of like the dialect, right? You know what I'm saying? The things that you want to hear, you hear niggas use certain words, Figi, Mata, um, motherfucking, you know, like those type of words, you might hear somebody just, the way they say it, and you'd be like, oh, that's drill. But it's like, you could still say like the same shit without saying it. You know what I'm saying? I don't got to say like, I could say ski mask is on. I'm always in season, and mm-hmm. it's like it's the same thing, you know. Like I know the cost of being a demon. Ski mask is on. I'm always in season, mm-hmm. so it's like it's the same way of saying like push icy or something like that. But I'm just say it a little bit different because like how I wanted to say it. So, um, yeah, like even like when niggas could just say like stop snitching. I said my Brody ain't giving shit up. Can't even front like I'm out here just living it up. He like, it's the same type of bars. I just flipped them in a little bit different way to how I wanted to say it. So it's like, it sounds like I'm saying more, but really I'm just not saying words that you would expect on a drill beat. Y'all New York niggas some saucy ass niggas, bruh. That shit <laughs> sounds so saucy, bruh. That nigga said, I got the ski on. I'm always in season. <laughs> this nigga saucy as hell. That shit tough. Yeah, yeah, bro. I really want to be the. I really want to be the one, bro. I really want to be the goat, bro. For real. I'll be practicing. Mm-hmm. That's the only way to be the goat. Like, just to practice, practice, practice. You up there, bro? That's what I'm. I'm trying to. I'm trying to get that in my head, bro. Like, I gotta keep consistent on everything in order to get to where I'm trying to be. Like, you feel me? So, mm-hmm. I, I tell myself every day, like. I I really be like, I don't really want to do interviews, but if I want this podcast to actually blow up and I want, you know, everybody to know who y'all is, y'all, y'all homies, all my homies and shit like that. If I want people to know who y'all is, I got to get the word out there. And I do got like a big mouth. Like mm-hmm. I don't got like a big mouth. Like um, in person, I'm, I'm real like quiet and I just, you know, peep the vibe type shit. But those be the ones that you gotta watch though, cause they those motherfuckers is watching like RP takeoff man, but a lot of niggas don't even know. Like takeoff is very quiet from what we know from people. 
But he one of the reasons why the Migos even rap for real. So it's like yeah. that whole flow kind of came from him. And he the quiet one just watching niggas and just peeping shit. My bro Hype, one of my homies, he he take pictures with me with Hat Club and everything. He wanted to, he, he produce, he skate, he do it all, bro. He style, creative director, he do it all. My homie Hype, man. Um, he quiet too. Yeah. He watch. I'm yeah. the one that's more like, I, you know, live. I'm like, like, you know, mad energy. And he just be watching shit. And he be like, yo, bro, like, you know, peep this. So, see, I, while you was doing that, I was watching this dude. And, I, you know, that energy was different for me. Yeah. And I be like, damn, that's crazy. Because he watching so much that I didn't miss that whole shit. I didn't see past that. I'm not even paying attention to that. He catching all the little details on the way. Yeah. But that's good. You, you able to really, like, see what's going on. For what it is, grasp it, keep it, and then be like, all right, but like this is where it needs to go. Yeah. That's me. That's I'm real big on like promoting, you know, everybody. So I try to that's what I mean when I got a big mouth. Like mm-hmm. I don't care, I don't care if twenty-five people see it or five hundred people see it. You my dog, I'ma promote this shit. I'ma promote the fuck out of this shit every day, bro. So that's you know that's what I be on. So right when you sent me, you told me to the to post that video. I posted it on both accounts because I'm like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, uh, this one, and then I got a few people on this one. So we mm-hmm. gonna post it on both and make sure you know niggas see you know what's going on with my bro. That's another thing that kind of keep me going. I got some homies that from the beginning, like when I first dropped music to now. They ain't never changed how they, they promoted me and they ain't never changed how they hit me. They Like, I remember the first year I was frosty that we started that whole, like, idea and, like, becoming who I was, one of my homies got that shit tatted on me. And so it was like, damn, ain't no going back now. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro got that shit tatted on him. And so, you know, we just try to keep going hard. I tried to keep going hard from there because there was, like, certain people that believed in me whether there wasn't a, a million people that believed in me, it was a good ass ten people. You know what I'm saying? No, no ten motherfuckers that had me thinking like, this is it, and they kept that there, and they they didn't let it kind of subside, and it kind of got it kind of got more and more like they got more invested in it as I got invested in it, and so the more I took it serious, they took it more serious than me. You know what I'm saying? When I would quit in my mind and be like, man, fuck this shit, man, I'm done with this shit, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing this creative direction shit. I'm doing this hack club shit. I'm doing all this other stuff. The music gonna wait. Motherfuckers that hit me two in the morning like, bro, I thought you was gonna drop that song on Friday. What happened to that? And I'd be like, I was, but no, I didn't feel like nobody was really paying attention to me dropping. And it's like, bro, I've been waiting for this shit all week and you not gonna drop? Like, what the fuck? And so it was little things like that where I would be like, like, if I'm not going to drop for the world, you know what I'm saying? There is still 25, 30, 50, 100 people that want to listen to me. Yeah. So, like, you know, eventually it'll be the world, but I ain't going to stop. I can't stop the people who are looking for it right now because it's not the world yet. So I was like, fuck it. If it's one person on the other side of this headphone, it's one person right now. It might be two people next week. might be five people in a month. So I just try to keep that mentality because it's hard to keep going, bro. I ain't going to lie. It is hard to keep, especially with music because you hear motherfuckers come out every day and, you know, in your mind, you might be like, damn, I'm better than that nigga, man. Or like, I'm, I'm way nicer than that. Or like my beats is, or whatever it is. And then you got to really sit back and be like, bro, it's just not your time. 
everybody got their moment. When you keep working hard, your time gonna come. And when your time comes, it's gonna be a motherfucker like, oh, that nigga ain't even that good, bro. Fuck that nigga, bro. And you feel me? And he gonna have his time. And so as long as you just, I just try to, like, back to that inspiration shit. Like, before I used to be so inspired by other people that I didn't really know where I wanted to go with this shit. I might make a song today that sound like Tory Lanez. I might make a song tomorrow that sound like Swayze. I might next day sound like my fucking MF Doom. Like, just because of how I'm feeling. Like, I'm, I'm inspired by this right now. Let's do something like this. And now I feel like I'm inspired to just create on a level like they create. You know what I'm saying? As myself. Yeah. And that's just a better feeling. Or together, that's just a better feeling of rapper shit. That's what's up. I, I for real, yeah, man. A lot of niggas might be capped to you, might be like, yeah, they fuck with you to your face, but I, I, I legit fuck with you, bro. I be nah, talking about gym. I slapped that shit in the car and ain't like everywhere, bro. Like once when I heard Thank that, you, I'm, this shit is cold, bro. Uh huh. That's gonna be on the album too. Violet definitely on the album. I got um the album. I'm right now. I ain't even gonna say what the name is yet because I might change it, but but um. Uh, what you got it at yeah, right? What? What's the, what I got it right now? Yeah. I ain't gonna lie, it's pretty in pink. That's the album? Yeah. Okay. That shit tough though. That shit tough. Yeah. Basically the whole album's just supposed to be like, you know, in a pink bottom, I feel my prettiest. But it's really just a, a, a play on of just like my mama, the women around me, like, you know, everything, my hats. I just feel like everything around me just feel the best with that pink around it. That shit's tough. And then it's drill music, but for, for niggas that's just fly, you know what I'm saying? It's not yeah. like, you ain't got to only shoot niggas for, to listen to this one. Like, yeah. you a regular nigga on the train with some fly shit on and be like, I'm going to listen to Violet. You feel me? Yeah. And, and, and still be like, ah, punch him up in the head. He play with me, but <laughs> I, you know, I, ain't, I, ain't, I ain't on that type of time. I'm just trying to go to the mall or I'm just trying to shout cops and shit, so. I feel like it give you the, 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 the a little bit of both, where it's like, you know, you get that feeling of like, nah, this still feel like I'm outside, and it still feel like I'm, you know, in some fly shit, in like a fly area. Actually, I saw this. I saw this post. It was about baby face, right? You fuck with face, right? Of course. Okay. So they was like, it said, this nigga baby face gonna last. Because all he talk about is fly shit. And I instantly thought about you. Because all y'all all y'all talk about is fly shit, bro. It ain't really like too much drill shit. But mm -hmm. it's like, you know, y'all talk that fly shit. But it's still at the same time, like, nigga, I smoke your ass. You get, you know, <laughs> timing. We get on that timing. It's that timing. I feel like, I mean, who who's your favorite rappers, like, ever? Or, like, right now, alive? You could go from, like, Jay-Z... All of those niggas, but they got to be alive. We ain't going to do no, because once they dead, they kind of just cemented in the world. So favorite, favorite rapper right now. Mm -hmm. Give me three. Of all time or like just right now? Give me, give me like a three or like that you could think of over a good amount of time. You know what I'm saying? Like a, a okay. wide spectrum of time. So I say Jay-Z. Um... I say yay, even though that nigga falling off. And then probably I have to chuck it up between 
Damn near Wayne or Jones. Jimmy. Yeah. yeah. That's a good look, though. I ain't gonna lie. Or Jada. I fuck with Jada and Five Heavy, too. Oof. I fuck with them heavy, too. But right now, it's, uh, I listen to Benny. Benny the Butcher. Benny is nice. That's that. I'm finna go see him on, on Saturday. That's, that's that. Lit. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's that backstage, bro. I had to. That's that no, guy. Burden of Proof is literally like the album that kind of like changed my whole perspective on like everything in life. I ain't even hear it like first when it dropped. What got me on Benny was uh the plugs I met too. And then I heard I had heard the intro because everybody was telling me to tap in and then he had dropped. Yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm going to tap into this shit real quick. Benny and then I heard ball, that intro, and I'm like, oh, this nigga nice, bro. This yeah, nigga nice. Different. I went and heard everything this nigga dropped. No skips. Every yep. album. Skip. Everything. Pure game. And he really he really giving game on a lot of that shit. Like, if you really listen to it, you'd be like, damn, bro, really talking some shit. He remind me of, like, another Nipsey. I feel like Benny kind of, like, give me that vibe. You know, Nipsey was a legend. I, um... My top three rappers, Jay, Rick Ross, and Pusha T. Oh, I forgot Push. That's I love my top push. three. Push that guy, bro. Push Yo, Push has said some of the most magnificent bars I've ever heard in my life. Man, Push be, I be trying to tell niggas here, bro. Push be talking that shit, bro. That new album was. Immaculate. I mean, the last, he got versus what he said. I might butcher this, but I'm going to try because I don't remember the full bar. What he said, there was 22 niggas, 2-2 two, two a car. That's 11 three-point emblem stars. But there was only five nines. They thought we was point guards. Like, five nines, like, your height, five nines. There was 11 niggas, but there was only five nines. That means there was only two niggas that didn't have a gun. So they thought they were, whatever, man. Fun is really just crazy. That nigga, bro, when I... Like, he be trying new shit, too, and it's like, this nigga can't fail, bro. Like, nah, he always got that call my bluff. Everything don't need to be addressed. The pull-ups like a FedEx truck. I'm yeah. like, this nigga, even on the beat, bro. This ain't, this ain't just bars no more. Like, this nigga making songs, bro. Like, I'm like, this nigga. Going. You got to think, bro. He's been around Pharrell for fucking 20 years already now, right? Yeah, for 30 real? years. Yeah. You get around a motherfucker like that, and he stay around a motherfucker like that. That's why, you know what I'm saying? He get around Ye. He get around all these dudes that is just as, you know, on that level of creating. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that we've seen an artist create on the level of Ye. I know, like, on this, like, at this point, I know, like, you know, all the other bullshit aside, but, like, on the level of just, like, from fashion to music to impact, he he, kind of hold it down as like the highest form of what you could do in fashion as a rapper. So, you know, with, in terms of like, uh, who else could? What Fifty? Travis. Yeah, but Travis don't got like a a line of shoes. That's facts. That's facts. Like if he if we just could be like yo, like we understand that that colorway is a Travis. Yeah. But like this nigga got like a real boot, like a, a okay. Slipper. I feel what you saying. Like it's it's, it's under merch brand. 
Like it's yeah, still yeah. it's not a, a Travis. A tra as mm -hmm. Ye got the Yeezy, and you know that's a, a Kanye shoe. I feel you. Yeah, and that's just like it's just a high level of how how much he worked. You know what I'm saying? Or even just how he create like visually. Like when you go to an nigga show, should be crazy. Yeah. Like bro, show is like the stages is set a certain way. He got like for years. You know he just always tried to like push the pinnacle or like create it. And I think that's just cool to see for somebody like niggas like us, you know, it's like, how far can you really go before it's too much, right? Or yeah. is there even a too much to create it? Because it's like now we see Travis Scott getting a crowd on a bird and fly around above the crowd. And then we see somebody like Bad Bunny, he give you all wristbands and depending on the song, it's a different yeah. color wristband. So now you waving your arm in the crowd and the whole crowd is pink and then the whole crowd is yellow and then the whole crowd is orange. That's all like little things that somebody like me would take and I'd be like, damn, if I go on tour and, you know, in a year, two years, three years and I get this big fan base, what can I pull from all of that to bring that together now, you know, and then these dudes is creating that, that blueprint. Man. They're doing it well. We finna get that frosty bag. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Everybody get a hat. You get a, you get a pink brim. Everybody on one side of the stage get a pink brim. Everybody on the other side of the stage get an icy. Hey, that nigga finna go crazy with that. That uh -huh. shit go cold. <laughs> you been to a bad My My mom's, um, well, actually, my homie Kane went on tour with him. He's the spotlight guy. He's the one that does that spotlight the entire time. That's so. He called me, he'll send me pictures of the stage being made, all that. I'm just seeing that shit though, the whole time. But I don't really be on no Spanish shit. I just started liking Spanish music because my homie came when he came to New York off the tour. Um, he was like, yo, I want to listen to Bad Bunny while we, we was in a, uh, we had like a rental, like a driver. And they, we was driving around in the city and, you know, they was like, yo, play what you want. You know, we going where you want, whatever it is, you know, we just have like a, our own SUV. And he was like, I'm about to play Bad Bunny. And I was like, all right, fuck it, play it. I don't give a fuck. And he played this shit, and I was like, nah, this is kind of hard. Like, I'm kind of joking with this. Like, this kind of hype. And then I made the joke. I'm like, yo, he like a Puerto Rican Travis Scott. And he was like, yeah. He actually nice, bro. My, so my girl, she Hispanic, bro. Mm -hmm. So if I'm not on the ox, you know, I'm listening to straight Benny, Babyface Ray, Larry June type shit. So if I'm not on the ox, it's default Bad Bunny, bro. So that, that's what it is, bro. That's all I listen to, bro. Nah, bro is really a legend, though. He's a legend. He's another one that, like, you know, is changing the game with, like, how far the music could go. Because, like, he just did a concert in Puerto Rico where he put a, he put a bunch of uh, big-ass, like, TVs around the entire island so that when he performed on the island, all the people on the island could watch him perform too in their parts of the country. So it was that was the first time in Puerto Rico ever that there was not one crime. That's what's up. On a whole island, you know what I'm saying? So that shit is kind of like just showing how far music could go. Like imagine if like Hope drop an album, he put a TV in all these hoods and you know what I'm saying around New York City. It's like, damn, like. We just here to watch this. We ain't even worried about that right now. And then, but he doing that. He's doing it on the Spanish level. But he doing it, and he going hard. This shit lit.
That's what's up. Yeah. They say he like the the new Travis slash Ye. And he got he got his actual, like he got his own shoe type shit. Like, uh, it's still the, you know, forum, but like, you know, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Like, you know yeah, it's yeah. funny, like, and before, like, niggas wasn't really fucking with the forum like that until he like bought that shit back. Got that shit, yeah. So it's pretty much, you know, his shoe down there. Like he took over. That shit is cool. It's cool to see how far music really just take everybody. That shit is really like the number one thing that keep people going. Like, yeah. I know I can't go a day without listening to music. Yeah. Like, not one day in my life can I go without listening to it. At least one song, ten songs, four songs, whatever it is. But I know at any moment that I get to listen to music, I'm putting on some music. Thanks. My girl was, uh, she was driving, right? So I'm in a passenger seat. And um, the music wasn't working. So I'm like, bro, we finna sit here in silence or? Hell no, I'm playing that shit off my phone. (laughs) Hey, for real. (laughs) Headphones on, you ain't got to, you know, just keep driving, bro. Like (laughs) The headphones are crazy. You in a car with somebody with headphones on. Hey, for real. Nah, that's sick. You should have just played it straight off the phone. Like, fuck it. We finna just dump off this shit like this, but <laughs> hey, I'm for real. shit like what? I remember my stereo broke in like my third car, bruh. And I was like, no, it was my second car. The stereo broke. And I used to have a phone. I used to have a phone on the armrest every day playing at Travis, that rodeo. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, just like this. Can't nobody <laughs> me, bro. I rolled the windows up through the summertime, turned the AC on, got the phone black. At, At least you had AC. Hey, for real. For it ain't real. Nothing worse than being in a hot car in the summer with no AC. For real. Oh, my God, bro. Especially with the leather seats. That shit never cool down. You never. You're done for with the leather seats, bro. You're done. You might as well just start driving 1,000 miles per hour with all the windows down, because that's the only way you finna pull down to that motherfucker. You're done for. For real, though. For real, for real. What's your top five albums? All time? time? Damn, albums? Ain't nobody ever asked me that in my motherfucking life. Ooh. Albums. Straight through. Alright. That's down there. No skips. No skips. My beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Okay. Okay. That's a bop. It's not in order. It's not in order though. It's just off what I could think of. Okay. Alright. So my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. I'm gonna go No Ceiling. No Ceiling's an album or a mixtape? That's a mixtape. Fuck. All right, back. Okay. back. Hold on, hold on. Let me see something real quick, right quick. Cause I think he I think he just put it on iTunes though. So if I don't gotta do that one, I got you right now. I'm gonna go through my favorite drums right now. Okay, yeah, you can you can include that one as an album. Cause it's I, on- could. I could do no ceiling? Yeah. All right, bet. So I'm gonna do my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. I'm gonna do no ceiling. I'm going at number three. 
That might be five, four. At number three, I'm going to go Rather You Than Me, Rick Ross. Mm. Uh, Apple of My Eyes, Santorini, Greece. Idols Become Rivals. Uh, I think she like me. Game Ain't Based on Sympathy, Gabosh, Scientology, all those songs. That's number three, Ricky Rose. Number two, Daytona, Pusha T. No skips on that. That's a classic. And then uh, I'll probably say number one for me, no skips. Mm. Mm. Probably be the blueprint, Jay Z. Mm. I think that's my favorite. I mean, we could just we 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 kind of close on on most of them. Oh my God! Mine will be graduation by Kanye. Graduation. Mm. Um, That's great. Otto. Otto Daytona on there. Victory lap by Nip. Um. Unpopular opinion, but I'm a I'm a I'm a have to say because it put me on to him. But American Gangster by Jay. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Unpopular. Take to the party life. That's that's like in a bright light. And that rock. Wait. The rock boys in the building tonight. Oh, oh yeah. I'm feeling like crazy on that. You ain't even gotta bring it. It's the dope boys of the Brooklyn. Oh my God, bro. Mm-hmm. They said, if I have a daughter, what you gonna call her? Brooklyn Carter. Whew. She lied. She lied. She was going, oh yeah. <laughs> he lied. He did. He did. Low key. I yeah, mean, hope you had me gassed up. Shit. If they have another one, you might, you might do it for us. You might do it for us. Still, it might be I ain't mad at him. Beyonce probably said we ain't doing that shit though. <laughs> yeah, she was probably like, nah, bro. That was you said that shit you prematurely, bro. <laughs> you didn't even talk to me about that. Nothing. You just you just thought I was gonna just let that rock, you know. <laughs> no, we not letting that one go, bro. Nah, sorry. And then my my last one, it's gonna be a tie between Carter two and Carter three. Oh, Carter three. I ain't gonna lie, Carter Three was the only album I heard on the entire radio. Yeah. Used to go on the radio, you used to hear Comfortable and then Let the Beat Build and then like a Millie and then like just like everything. Everything that was on that album, Mrs. Officer, everything on the album touched the radio. That was like the I never ever heard so much Lil Wayne in my like everywhere. What uh Joel's Joel's he had one with Joel's. Which one? They, and they dropped like a whole album together. They got like a. That was a. I think that was a tape. That was a mixtape. Yeah. Yeah. That was the one where Joel Santana said, "What he said? Ice on the neck of me. Ice on the wrist of me. Ice on both ears, bitch. I'm ri- I'm lit like a Christmas tree. I'm like, yeah, oh, Joel. Yeah. <laughs> I was going crazy as a kid. Like, oh my god. Hey man. Santana, Santana and Jones. Them was them niggas like I was trying to be like them niggas. Santana Jones and Wheezy as a kid, bro. 
as a kid, I was, I ain't gonna lie, bro. I had a weird little swag, bro. I was trying to be like in between like Pharrell, Jim Jones, and like, and Yay. I ain't gonna lie, cause back then, Yay was kind of just coming out with like, uh, my pops put me on to Yay when College Dropout came out. And um, once he put me on, it was kind of like, I was on the shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, once he told me about it, I loved it. That was it. <laughs> and um, I was just into college dropout so heavy, so heavy. And then late registration dropped. And I already knew that Kanye West was making beats for, like, Cameron and, like, being around Cameron. So, to me, it was kind of like, y'all don't even know that this nigga's in Dipset. And he's the coolest one. He's wearing Louis V book bags and... And, and and talking about fly, real fly shit too, like just in a different way. And like, you know, I can't even pre- pronounce that and pass that for Stacey. Like, I was thinking of it like, damn, like this nigga's really better than all of them. Yeah. All of them. Like, it is nice. And I spent 400 bucks on just on this just to be like, nigga, you ain't up on this. You feel me? So like thinking about that level of swag and then Pharrell used to be around him and Cameron had said on one thing, like, fuck it. If the album, well, I think Ye said this. He said, fuck it, if the album flop, we, oh no, I think Cam said this. Fuck it, if the album flop, we just throw Ye on every song and it's going to be all right. Yeah. Like, so it's like, I used to always find him so cool. And how much he, like, believed in himself, too. Like, I would see, like, interviews of him back then, and everybody kind of had the same spiel about him. Like, bro really believed in himself more than anybody. Like, yeah. you can't tell Ye nothing. At and all. I just kind of, I kind of felt that as a, as a youngin, like watching him, like, like I really feel like this nigga believe in himself, like he gonna be what he wanna be, cause he gonna be that. And I just like that energy, just kind of like, kind of like translated down, and, and kind of like kept, kept it going for me. Yeah, I ain't know, I ain't know that nigga was like that until, like, I knew he was like that, but I ain't know he was like that heavy until like the mm-hmm. documentary came out. Because I seen like tweets and like the videos where he was like, if you a fan of Kanye, you a fan of yourself. Or mm-hmm. he was like, uh, he said some other shit, bro. And he'll just say like, you can't stop me type shit. Like, like when you hear that, you just, okay, that's, you know, some regular yay shit. But, but when the documentary came out, it's like all this shit flowed together, you know, like. Mm-hmm. Now you understand. And I've been watching that shit from the beginning, bro. I've been a Ye fan that ass since I was like in the second, third grade, like on some like real fanboy like stand shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I remember I used to tell my older cousins like, man, Kanye West better than Jay Z. And they used to be like, nigga, yo, go to your room, bro. Like you going crazy. You just saying anything now. Like you just out here just talking to boy. You don't even know that how. And I'm like, he better than him, bro. I'm telling you, he better than him. That used to be me, but honestly, at this, like, where I'm at right now, even if you said, you know, whatever he said, like, I would, I would still be like, nigga, you bugging. Like, I tell you, nigga, you bugging, like. There's times where I be catching myself, like, I ain't gonna lie, bro, Hove is really the smartest rapper I ever heard in my life. Yes. Like, you know, no matter what, like, on any level, he really is the smartest rapper. First, and then like we could break down because he's so smart, he able to do all of these amazing things, you know, with with words. But he gotta be that smart first. You feel me? And that boy is a genius. 
He's like a different level of smoke. For real. Yeah, that nigga Jay. Jay be on some, I don't know. All this shit that people say is trash from Jay, I'll be like, nigga, this shit is fire, bro. Y'all just not yeah, like like King be listening. Kingdom Come, I fuck with that shit heavy. Like mm-hmm. Lost One, that was my shit, bro. That was my shit. Yeah. And like You telling niggas, uh, nigga, if you don't listen to Jay, nigga, you just listen to broke niggas, bruh. <laughs> you just listen to broke niggas, cause that's all. That's all Jay talk about, nigga. I got this money, this where this going. I got this this artwork hanging up. That that's worth this much. You don't even got that in your bank account, but I could show you how to get that. Mm-hmm. For nine nine. Listen to this song right here, exactly. and you gonna get that game from this. Uh, yeah. With me and what my homie that? Joe. I'm trying to give you a million dollars worth of game for nine ninety nine. Like that nigga like two, two, four, 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 to the eight. That nigga so, the release date. Oh my god. What's your favorite Jay song? 
Mahomes is crazy. I mean, it would probably have to be either between sentimental value, December fourth, or anything. Oh yeah, like, probably December fourth. Yeah. yeah, probably December fourth would probably be my favorite. Yeah. Ever, I would say, if not December fourth, because that's such like a just a sentimental song. Yeah. Um, I would probably say, I really, 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 really feel like Hove had the better verse on Renegade. That's what I thought. Um, but everybody just say I'm a whole stand, so I mean Yeah, I, that's kind of what I get. Niggas be like, nah, M M M and I'd be like, listen, bro, M M said some shit because the flow was and I'm a pull with it on you know the flow was it was it was you know it looked nice from the outside. Yeah. He had a nice a better decor. That's it. But when you go to what the actual like substance of the verse, me personally, I feel like I'm not always like for example, with Benny, all these guys, it's like realistic stories that you could kind of relate to, even if you've never been in that situation. You could kind of just apply it, like, damn, and that's that's game, or like, that's crazy, that's real shit. And I feel like, for me personally, Eminem gave me more like creative, like non-fictional balls. Yeah, that's a that's a everything. I'm not really like, and he bodied that shit crazy, but I think Hove just gave me more of like a realistic verse to the point where it was like, damn, I had to hustle my back to the wall. Ashy Knuckles, pocket fills with a lot of lint, not a cent, got a vent, a lot of innocent lives lost on the project bench. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. Bring that back, hold what you just said real quick. Like, by the bodega, iron under my coat, feeling braver, do-rag wrapping my waves up, pockets full of hope. He's not stepping me off with a box. Like, oh, that nigga crazy, bro. Yeah, he be saying, bro, whole be saying some shit. I, I was listening to the Black album, and I think it was uh Dirt Off His Shoulders. And he yeah, was bro. like, what'd he say? 52 cars come out. Now you, what do you say? Now you, uh, bugging them. Fifty-two cards come or fifty-two guards come out. Now you running, and then fifty-two. Damn, I can't that remember. That is a demon. <laughs> like what? What is you dealing with a monster? He's like he's really different, bro. I think him, him and Rick Ross to me speak elegance the best. Yeah. That's why I like Rose. Ross. I fuck with Ross like somewhat. It's just a lot of his music I can't get with. Like I fuck with Ross like when when he had first started Maybach, when he had Wallet, yeah. Meek Mill, Stally, all of them niggas. Uh Rock man. That's my dog, bro. Shout out to Stally, man. He changed he changed my life for real. That's that guy. That shout out to Stalin, man. He did that change my entire life, bro. That's what's up, bro. That's that guy, bro. Like, I ain't actually start like caring about cars until I saw that nigga cars. I was like, this nigga going. Yeah, that'll do it. That'll do it. Now currency He's definitely classic, bro. Yeah, bro. I'm like, dog. These niggas is crazy with this shit, bro. And he quiet with his like. If you ever meet Stalin, man, he he really like. He real quiet. He peeping shit. You know what I'm saying? He real smart. Yeah. He real quiet. He really on his fly shit. He makes some he Yeah, he don't really for no games. Like he gonna joke around with who he there with, and he gonna just be on his shit. That's it. He ain't he ain't really on no type of time. He ain't really care about nothing. He just really him, bro. Like bro, really he like he really just him. Hundred percent. He gonna have some fly shit on, 
and he just going he going to chill. His voice don't get loud. You know what I'm saying, bro? Always talk real calm, real real poised. He really a legend. He really that's, a legend for real. That's me, bro. Like my voice don't get loud. Like even when I try to get loud, they be like. <laughs> What you say? Like I just, I just be like, <laughs> I'm a cool guy, man. I'll be like, hey man, pass me that, huh? Pass me that, huh? Pass me that, bro. Give me that, bro. Give me that. In the same tone every time, nigga. Like, bro, I, you ain't getting no louder, gang. Hey, for real. I'm like, bro. That's I how it be. be this. Now I'll be loud as fuck. I'll be yelling like a motherfucker. Yo, bro, you the sturdy nigga on the block, bro. Nah, nah, outside, bro, I ain't gonna lie. You know, I keep my ski mask on, I keep my glasses on. Like, I'll be real to myself. Like, I really just be on some, like, like, I don't need to talk to nobody. I just gotta go do what I gotta do, type shit, and get back to the crib. I just be on that type of time. Like, I ain't even, I can't even really think about nothing else. I'm gonna just do what I gotta do, and then once I finish what I gotta do, I'm gonna just come back to the crib, and I'm done. Like, yo, bro, that's what I'll be on. I'm gonna, have, I'm gonna have to slide out to New York, bro. This would be my first time out there. You get out here, we gonna have some fun, bro. Go. I'm trying to, bro. I'm trying to get it's some expensive as a bitch. It's expensive as a bitch, bro. You come out here, bro. Have some racks on you, cause you could fuck around and spend a thousand dollars in five hours. I'm already knowing. My brother went. He said. He said he he went to Times Square and dropped a bag, like like. And that's Times Square. We ain't, we ain't even gonna go to Times Square. That's tourist shit, like for real, for real. He said he just went. He went down there, dropped a bag, bought some Tims while he was down there. Like we go crazy with shoes, bro. So when we see mm-hmm. shoes, yeah, we want that. Let me get Out that. Here, nigga, you would easily you walk into a store, bro. They look at you and they be like, "Oh, them shoes six fifty. Maybe some Jordans." Yeah, I'm uh, easy to be five, I, I ain't even gonna lie to you. I gotta order. Yep. <laughs> you gonna have to. Like, I didn't even realize New York was expensive like that for real until like I could start going to other places. You go into an H and M and a hoodie, nineteen ninety, and that same hoodie in New York City, forty nine ninety. Nah, bro, I gotta order that shit, bro. For real, for real. You have to right. Yeah, I'm trying to come out there. I'm gonna need somebody to teach me how to get sturdy, man. I told my little brother. I told my little brother I'm trying to be the sturdiest nigga in the Midwest, bro. Oh yeah, it's up. It's up. You come right here. You gonna just adopt that shit, bro? <laughs> you gonna just adopt it? You gonna come out here? You gonna see niggas moving how they move? You gonna be like, yeah, it is what it is. That's how I'm moving. Hey, for real, that shit funny, bro. Everybody. It's crazy because everybody love y'all lingo, like the like everything that y'all do. It's crazy mm-hmm. how how worldwide it is, from like just TikTok to music to fucking everything, bro. Like I show I show one of my homies shit fashion too, bro. Like it's crazy. I show one of my homies, uh, you know, Booba G's. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I showed him. I showed him one of his videos. Nigga come to work, talking about I'm a boom you. I'm like this. This watching Kai. I got my girl watching Kai, bro. We be watching Kai snap all the time. That's how it gotta be, bro. Like we did. I'm so like tapped into some of that shit. Like especially like that type of shit. Like Lingo and stuff. I'm really outside, so 
I really be around somebody and I really might be like, yo, chill my heart. You really bugging, bro. Like, what's up with you? And somebody else would be like, yo, did you just call that grown ass man my heart? And yeah. I'm like, you don't even understand. Like, it's just going to fly over your head. If you're not from over here, you're not really in the town. That just I'll be, out crazy. I'll be wanting to tap into the language so bad and bring it here. But I'm like, niggas going to be like, what the fuck is he talking about, bro? Like, not, yeah, but it's like, it's really like, niggas might be like, yo, bro, like, boy was acting crazy. I was about to send him up. I'm about to bust his feet. Like, and somebody going to be like, what? And be like, I'm about to punch him in his head, bro. I'm about to do it the dirt. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm about to send him up. Like, uh, you get it? Like, oh. I said that the other day to someone. I'm like, bro, I'm about to send you up. And my man was really like, what? I'm like, bro, I'm about to send you up. He like, what that mean? To the roof? I'm like, to heaven, nigga. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's catch he like, oh, I never heard nobody say that before. That's how it was first. Like my little brother would be like, cause he he really tapped in. Like he listened to all the like drill rappers from Shy K to K Flock, C Blue. That's <laughs> that's that nigga. That's my nigga. That's probably my favorite New York drill nigga right now. Bro. I like See, all of them, bro. I, bro. It's crazy, cause like out here, right? All them niggas be beefing. Yeah. So it's like, if you play sign and you play sign now, somebody will look at you like, yo, gang, what's up with you? Like, you bugging out. You just play some OD this shit and then some wild this shit. Like, they just dissing each other. You, you playing both back to back. Like, you bugging. So, like, it be weird because, like, as me, I'm really, I, like, I'm not really a part of that. So I'm really just looking for, as a fan point of view, like, I'm really just like the music. I really just fuck with what they talking about. But then you really, like, Somebody will call you and be like, bro, my man just got boomed. He's like, damn, bro, I'm sorry to hear that. And then the next day, it's like, we smoking that nigga. And he's like, oh, shit, you smoking on my man. <laughs> so it's like, even with liking the music, it kind of get close to home because he's like right here in the town. And niggas will be like, yo, bro, like you playing some shit. And that nigga dissing my man. You be like, yo, bro, I'm sorry that he dissing your man, but bro, smoking. Like, you feel me? Like, he built your man's on this song. And niggas be tight about that. You feel me? Like, I ain't gonna lie, I'll be tight. But it is what it is. That's how my that's how my brother be thinking. Cause cause I didn't know like D Thang and K Flock was like at it at first, but I mm-hmm. had I had heard K Flock first. Uh, yeah, I think everybody kind of did naturally because he got like a little bit more famous. Yeah, what's that song? Uh, if, if you're ready, don't run, don't trip, don't run, don't. Yeah, trip. you're ready. Yeah. Uh huh. I had heard that, and then I heard D thing. The uh, you didn't have to cut me off. Uh huh. That shit go, bro. Like that shit so crazy, bro. That's and my, my brother was like, one right there. My Keep brother that. was like, nigga, you know these niggas is cousins and they beefing, right? And I'm like, what you talking about, nigga? Like, like. <laughs> How's he family and they beefing, bro? Like, what the fuck going on? He, That's how I be out here for real, bro. He was telling be me like that a lot too. He was telling me, so I just started researching shit. I'm just, I don't actually pay attention to what's on the internet because a lot of it should be fake. But it mm-hmm. is interesting to see like what what other niggas like got to say about it. So, but yeah, that shit crazy, bro. Like that shit, it's crazy how how around the world y'all shit just go, bro. Because I'm, I'll be. Yeah, like, 
little bro, the nigga came up to me one time, bro. I'm just chilling. This nigga was like, word to mug, bro. You better give me a bath before I boom you. I'm like, bro, what? You're like, like, what are you talking about, bro? Like, <laughs> Like, bro, nah, I really do. I would even be noticing how we sound, bro, because we just dead ass sound like this. Like. Bro, I heard that shit. I was like, this nigga talking saucy as fuck, bro. And I don't, I don't even know what the fuck you talking about, but this shit cold as fuck, nigga. I, was like, I didn't even realize how much we say dead ass till somebody was like, you really say dead ass? I'm like, dead ass? What do you mean? They're like, yeah. Nah, that's like New York shit. I'm like, is it? They're like, yeah, bro. Like, we don't say dead ass. So I'm like, so what you say instead of dead ass? He like, Actually, like, that's yeah. true. Like, say that or like that part. Yeah, and I'm like, nah, that I, I don't. I feel like that's like the natural thing to say. Like, I don't even know. It's I don't know. Like, it's it's crazy because niggas here they say that part and it came from L.A. Mm-hmm. But L.A. shit get around all the time. It do. But I know niggas out here that say that part. When we heard y'all shit, like when I start hearing y'all shit here. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I was already saying like, uh, uh, what's good, B? Like, mm-hmm. shit like that. Like, I was already saying that shit. I was making it like, you know, I, I normally I listen to niggas like Jay, uh, Jimmy. Like, Jimmy had that lingo for real, for real. So I listen to niggas like that normally, and I'm just like, I'm bringing that shit to, you know, the Midwest and shit like that. Like, I'm talking that type of talk, and niggas like, that shit cold, bro. Next thing you know, yeah. <laughs> what's good, B? What's good? So I had to switch it mm-hmm. up. Man. And I'll be like, what's I up? Like we adopt up, from everywhere, though. Because, like, even, like, certain people that I be around out here, like, they've never been to L.A. and they'll say something like that part. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's, like, just naturally in what they what they go through and, like, their slogans and, like, what they say. So it's, like, I mean, it just really depends, really, all together where you from and, like, what you fuck with. Because, I know niggas that like, yeah, like Ohio slang is different than any other slang that I've heard. You feel me? And like when I be around some of them, when I be around Sally and he say something, I'll be like, oh, right, yeah, I know what you mean. Just naturally of how he say, I'll be like, I know what that word mean. I know what that slogan mean. Yeah. So that's what's shit really, shit really cool. I ain't gonna hold you. How New York kind of just be like taking over, taking over like. Shit. It's it's crazy, bro. Like that shit, like it be random niggas, bro, that be talking about booming niggas over here, and I be like, nigga, do you no, that's like the regular? Okay. What you what you? That's what like you? The, the natural terminology now for shooting for clicking. It's about to be clicking. You about to hear people be like, Yo, I'm about to click. Like I'm about to be clicking, 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 clicking. You about to start hearing clicking instead of booming. Mmm. That shit tough. Mm-hmm. That shit tough. Then yeah, I heard, too, like, like uh, I was watching C Blue with Booba, and the nigga mm-hmm. was, why you talk like that? Why you chat like that? Nigga, like, I'm like, bro, what? Where these niggas that's get regular, from? That, yeah, that shit is that regular aggression. Who you chatting, bro? That shit crazy. I'm from the Bronx. Why you chat like that? I'm like, these niggas are crazy, bro. That lingo shit is tough. That shit crazy. You gotta come out here, bro. For real. I'm definitely about to. I'm telling you, I'm trying to be the sturdiest nigga in the Midwest, bro. 
I'm, I'm gonna have to come through, bro. Because I, I told my brother, I was like, nigga, I'm the sturdiest nigga in the Midwest right now. But I look kind of, you know, funny when I do it. So I'm like, nigga, I'm finna go to New York. I got niggas in New York. You gotta just come out here, bro. I'm gonna link up and we, we I'm finna, I'm finna have niggas teach me how to get sturdy, bro. That's like, I'm gonna have to. Like, that shit fun. Like, all right, fuck it. Uh, you did, you asked who who some of my favorites was. Yeah. Pop Smoke was one of my, uh, like, he one of my all-time favorites, like, from New York, bro. Like, you see, you see that picture over there? Yeah. That's Pop. That's crazy. I had somebody draw that. I bought that mug, bro. I had somebody draw that for me. But uh, uh, really, I mean, he changed the whole dynamic of the city. Yes, know? bro. Like, like niggas be like, niggas be like, yeah, I don't fuck with pop. His voice too deep. I don't fuck with pop because this, this, this. And I'll be like, my nigga, don't that even go voice, bro. Listen to the nigga voice like it's an instrument, bro. This That's shit, you get up, dance. It make you want to get up, go to the gym. It make you want to get up, you know, like work, like do something, bro. Like, yeah, this is that, that get and money. Like, like with that automatic, with that pistol packet, I'm going to send them the house. Wait. <sighs> I remember my first, first became a fan of him. My little brother, he was like, my nigga, because he was tapped into the New York niggas way before me, bro. This nigga was uh-huh. like, nigga, if you don't know what this nigga's saying right here, you're not even a real fan. And I was like, I, I listened to it. Nigga, I, I went straight to the lyrics and I read the whole thing. <laughs> and then I played it again. I was like, I I I killed the shit, bro. I was like, automatic ain't no physical package. We're gonna send them that. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh man. Like I still listen to the the uh Meet the Woo too. Meet the I Woo. I think Pop Smoke like, Pop Smoke is like the biggie drill music or like for this era, you know. What facts, I'm like facts. I feel like there was nothing, you know. He really is the, the, the GOAT. And he just died so young that we didn't get to get like more out of it. But we know that we all know that if he was here, he would be the pinnacle of everything that we 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 look for in this music shit for it. Facts. And niggas say uh two two G started the drill shit. Two two G is definitely a big inspiration to a lot of this drill shit too. He 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 you know he definitely is one of the first niggas that was out here, like, for me personally, that was, like, making it, making moves off drill music. Like, yeah. was, you know, I know, like, Pop ended up getting super famous, like, you know, the, the pinnacle of this shit, but it's like, if if if, if Pop is Biggie, then, like, you know, 2-2-G's is, like, right there, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. he, he's, like, right around that era, you know what I'm saying? He's rapping during that era, he's doing his thing, he's still, like, staying consistent, like, like, I would say, like, damn, who was out when Biggie was out and is still, like, a legend in this shit? You got Jay. Jay. Jay the Kiss. I would say, like, Jay the Two. A lot. Yeah. Uh, uh. I, would, I would say I'll give him, like, the same respect. Like, I feel like 2-2-G's could get, like, a drilled, like, a drill version of Jada. You know what I'm saying? Where it's, like, bro really on his own time. He doing his own bars. But if you listen to him, you know that he not missing. What about Fabio? Fabio, to me, I mean, I listen to more Fabio Foreign than probably anybody else. Facts. Facts. I listen to so much Fabio Foreign. 
that nigga, you know, you know the the iTunes like top five shit like that. That nigga damn yep. last minute, man. I listen to I Bobby. love Bobby, bro. I that, listen to so much Bobby. I listen to that for nothing. When that shit dropped, oh, mm-hmm. bro, that shit was like nigga, like I'm telling niggas, I'm like tapping. But I was listening to Bobby when when he had that that drive by. That was my shit, bro. Like, when he dropped, when he dropped that, when he dropped, when he dropped that freestyle too, he was going dumb on that shit. When he had just came home too. That freestyle was oh, crazy. Yeah. At uh, fuck flex. flex. Yeah. Yeah. I was watching too. That nigga be going crazy every time he drop. Every time that drive by come on. I fake get sturdy. I ain't gonna lie to you. I be hard with my you have to. That's put up. honorable mention. Going crazy. That shit. He got uh, for nothing. He got uh, that nigga just switched the hat like four, five times. I got a bunch of them. This nigga the sauciest. I got some <laughs> That motherfucker. This one not even. I ain't even take this out yet. This girl just chilling here. That mug's tough. Houston just chilling here. Astros. That mug's tough. I got a couple right here. What? What's hey, uh, I need you to send me a, a blue brim with the the frosty frosty uh validation. That's light. That's that's light. We definitely can make that happen. I need the frosty <laughs> validation on that mug. Of course, of course. That's that's the only way it could go there. I'm putting that motherfucker in a bag. It's gonna, it's gonna stay in there, bro. Put that motherfucker in a bag. <laughs> no stains, no dust, no nothing. I'm gonna send that shit with a Capri Sun in it. Hey, for real. <laughs> you know the vibes. You know it's real. Fuck it. I'm leaving that in the bag too. The Capri Sun. It's <laughs> gonna be valid. They gonna be like, why the fuck you got this shit, man? I'm like, man, that shit gonna be hilarious. Hey. <laughs> I need a Capri Sun deal high key. Hey, for real. For real. No cap. What else you got coming, bro? Right now, Pretty and Pink, the album coming. Um, I got new music on the December 12th, 12, 12 at 12. Um, at midnight, we're gonna drop perfect. After that, I'm going to drop Don't Stop. Maybe about a week after that, I might drop Don't Stop on Friday, next Friday. So I'm going to just keep dropping music for the next, like, like every couple weeks, like every week, every two weeks. And then, uh, oh, I think I'm going to drop it the same day that you drop the album, or I might just drop it, you know, Sunday, so people ready yeah. for when the album, you know. Hell yeah, hell yeah. I mean, the album's going to come out in some months, so, like, we just promoting the album now. This going to be the first single off the... Well, Violet was the first single off the album. So, okay. Violet was the first single off the album, and then um, this going to kind of be, like, the second single, third single. Okay. So, so what's dropping um, Sunday? Perfect. Okay, that's just the single, right? Yeah, that's just the single okay. for, the, for the... That's what's going to lead us into the drawing. And then I'm going to drop the second one, the second single... Maybe like a week or two after. When the album drop? Um, maybe in February. Mm, you might as well, bro. Pretty in pink, bro. Pretty in pink, yeah, hell yeah. It's only right. 
For real, facts. You should have. What you should have did was recreate that camera. Well, you had the pink, the pink jacket with the everybody, pink. Nah, everybody expecting that, bro. That's why I didn't want to do it. Uh, I'm gonna do something. I'm gonna do something for this album. Um, shout out my boy Hype and my manager Adenor. Um, we've been we've been going to we've been going hard. We just shot the promo for it, so in the art gallery and shit, so niggas can see like how we've been working on the album every day, even at the gallery, even. So there's other there's other locations where we shot too, like that with the whole studio where we was working on the album in different places, in different places. Hey, explain that like like the creative process behind that, like just the, so, the cover. The, the the aspect of it is to basically show that we've been working on this project consistently every day for the last, you know, 26 years of my life. That's how it's supposed to look. So everywhere we go, we bring in the studio with us. So when I, yesterday I was in the art gallery, we had the studio. Um, there's going to be some other locations where you're going to see the whole studio set up. And um, it's going to be like, damn, you brought the whole studio to there. And it's like, yeah, this is where I wanted to create. This is where I felt like. You know what I'm saying? Like, this was where I wanted to be to make this album or make this song or make this vibe. And so it's staying like that through the whole album, you know? We kind of keeping it that way where it's like, you know, some of these songs, like, you only know that these, like, yesterday, the song that we was working on in the gallery was perfect. So, you know, if you know about perfect, then you're going to know how beautiful it is to work on that in the gallery. You got a video coming for that? Yeah, I got a video for everything. In the gallery? It's a little bit in the gallery. Okay, the gallery was tough, bro. I was I was watching your live. I was like, this thing going crazy. Yeah, we had the gallery. There's another spot we're going to shoot in. Uh, I don't want to give it up too too early, but there's definitely another spot we're shooting in where niggas, once they see the location, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, see, that was crazy. This summer, I'm gonna need you to do a video, bro. I'm gonna have to pop out, man. I'm Let me know. If you out here, we shoot every, you know, in the summertime, it's lit. Y'all gotta teach me how to get sturdy first. I'm trying to be the sturdiest nigga in the, you know, the Midwest. And then I'm trying I to hop in the studio and hit that shit, you know? That's right. That's right. We're gonna make that shit happen. <laughs> Just let me know when you're down here or you up here. You said what? Just let me know when you're up here. Oh, definitely. I'm gonna tap in with you, bro. Shit gonna be a movie. I got another question for you. Somebody told me to ask. What's up? She said, uh, what would you tell 15-year-old Frosty? Mm. I would tell him, don't be so eager to have it all. You can have it little by little. Like, I used to always think, like, you had to be just number one only, and you couldn't work your way up to number one. Like, if you ain't start at number one, then you're never going to get there. And now I know that's not true. So I felt like I would tell myself, be patient and just keep working hard, and eventually everything will work out, rather than putting so much pressure on myself to just be the best, the best, the best from the beginning. I feel like niggas needed to hear that because you can, like, you could be a GOAT and still be number two or number three. Like Melo, he ain't want no ring, but that nigga still, still considered AI. a goat. AI, AI still considered a goat. Like these niggas still like up there. Like 
Like they ain't got no rings, but they still consider, you know, one and of them. They were still at a point. You got to think about at some point, all these guys that you mentioned was at the top of the world. But at, at, at one point, whether they was the GOAT or not, you know what I'm saying? There was a moment where we looked at Melo like, damn, this thing is amazing. There was a moment where we looked at AI like, damn, this thing is the GOAT. Like, so it's just like, you know, it all come with it. I still know dudes that'll put AI over LeBron, even with them rings. Right. Even with the rings, things would be like, man, but if Melo had that team, he 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 shoot better than this, he do this. And it's like, right. I remember niggas were saying Dwayne Wade was better than Braun, or Dwayne Wade was the best shooting guard in the league, or top three guards of all time. It's Jordan, Kobe, Dwayne Wade, shooting guards of all time. Like, I've, I've heard so much about basketball at, at this point that it's like, even with just that, that the type of comparison in all aspects, like from music to basketball to everything, you just kind of realize, like, it's all based on preference. It's all based off preference. I ain't gonna lie, yeah. Amazing. I don't know. Some of these niggas ain't better than Braun, but I don't think really nobody's better than Braun for real. I think Braun the GOAT. I don't know. It's it's just a, I feel like it's just an error, bro. Like, like the era that he in, can't nobody fuck with him. But like, I think you put that nigga in any era, he gonna do what he wants. You think that? Because it, Hell yeah! If you if you add that nigga to an era where he gotta play rough and he don't gotta look at the ref and get those type of calls, bro, gonna be a bigger problem, bro. Like, let's not get it fucked up. Like, he's not the most intimidating. Like, he's the biggest nigga on the court. So if he coming through the lane and now he like, oh, I get the back, bro, you dumb for it. Bro is taking off in the free throw line, and and he gonna get up. And if LeBron couldn't get kicked out the NBA or have like an example to be, he could get up and punch somebody in the head and keep playing basketball. Niggas might be a little more worried about how LeBron reacts to them fouls, bro. bro. He, he ain't a small dude, man. You know what I'm saying, bro? Six nine, two sixty. That's that's a lot. He moving hella fast. Bro, come through that lane and hit you with that elbow before you go. Ooh, before you go up, he might really take something. He might really take something with him, bro. <laughs> really? He might really take a whole eye out or something, a whole cheekbone gone. Like he touch that shoulder and truck you going fast, boom, and then go up for the layup. He might really break something, bro. Yeah, that nigga. Yeah, now you put it like that, he might be a problem. Or something. That's why I feel like you know it is errors. You know what I'm saying? You're right. It is errors because he's not in the era where he has to react like that. Yeah, you know what I mean. But imagine if he was on a team right now with a nigga like Ron Artest on the Lakers. And, and you know them them type of them moments where even Kobe was on his bullshit like so that is that kind of be that same we right LeBron played in that era he yeah. been here since two thousand three yeah part so, of you know yeah he definitely yeah. he definitely played for a long enough time to be like damn I. When Shaq's last chip was in 2006, 2007, LeBron was in the league. LeBron already played. That's the C draft. He got drafted the same year as Dwayne Wade. Wasn't that uh, the Heat? Yeah, the Heat when he won. Yeah, that was Dwayne Wade's chip. Okay, yeah. yeah. That was Shaq's last chip. But still, Kobe last two peak when he did 2010, 2011, LeBron was in the league. Like, all them years that we were still watching motherfuckers still be great, LeBron was being great them, them years, too. I fuck with LeBron though. Let me let me stop talking shit. Yeah, that's that nigga. That's that nigga. Yeah, I fuck with LeBron. I know a lot of niggas hate on LeBron, but I like LeBron. That's that yeah. nigga. Midwest, Midwest go. 
stupid. Man, you gonna have to uh, we gonna have to collab on a a a, a preem hat, bro. Let me let me do a preem hat, bro. What's up? Let me let me get in there, man. What's up? I'm about to run this. I'm about to drop this little collection next year, so. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna do some. I got some shit in the works, though, bro. I got some. I got some shit in the works. Let me got some shit in the works. I put my. I throw you my my clothing brand. Uh, my my logo, and we put it on the side or something. We could definitely try to get something. That shit just difficult. Whoever gotta accept everything. Oh, let me get some water. Okay. Yeah. Whoever got. Says all this shit. What you call it? So you can you can understand how how crazy sometimes this process is. Yeah, bro. I wanna I wanna witness that, man. Like, it's cool doing my own brand, but I wanna start you know branching out, doing collabs and shit like that. You feel me? Hell yeah, that's the way you. That's how you build a brand for real. When you get like everybody together. Yeah, see niggas like that like. That's what I'm trying to be around, but niggas, you know, here, they don't really be on that, that type of time, and like, it's... it's yeah, it be like that here, too, bro, I ain't gonna lie, motherfuckers in New York would be like, nigga, suck my dick, nigga, I ain't doing that with that bitch-ass nigga, <laughs> you, you don't even know him, like, you feel me, like, you never met this nigga a day in your life, you don't know nothing about him, and bro really be like, bro, fuck you, nigga, like, I don't give a fuck what you doing, bro. So yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to change that mentality around this motherfucker. <laughs> I think we all as I think all of us as just like black people, we just gotta change that mentality to be like, but bro, like that, like even though I don't know you, that don't mean I don't fuck with you. Thanks. Be like stand office to everything. Cause we know how life is for real. Like motherfuckers really be on some weird shit, they can be having interior motives. So we just gotta kinda look past that because like we could have like too much pride in to the point where we like don't even fuck with nothing. Like, nah, I ain't fucking with that nigga, bro. Cause he's from over on this side. And you like, bro, so what? Like, fuck if he's from over on that side. Like, who cares, bro? Cool. And you like, nah, bro, cause he's from over on the east side. And we don't fuck with niggas from the east side. You like, bro, you ain't never had no problem with niggas from the east side. Bro. Your whole like, you know, yeah, till right this second, you're gonna be like, nah, fuck them niggas over east. Like, for why, my nigga? You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's just how it be over here most times when I see that. But, I, you know, it just come with, like, our culture, too. You know what I'm saying? To be like, nah, fuck yeah. that nigga, bro. We don't know that nigga. We, we don't fuck with that nigga. Yeah. Like, nah, bro. We got to change that shit as a culture. Yeah, I'm about to say, I'm trying to kill that shit, too, because that's, mm-hmm. that's how I grew up. Like, I had I had niggas, like, on both sides. Like, I had niggas beefing, like, this my nigga, but he, he got a problem with this nigga. This my nigga, too. Mm-hmm. I'm finna put me in the middle of this shit. So, you know, since they knew they weren't gonna put me in the middle of this shit, you know, niggas was still cool with me, bro. Like, I wasn't, I'm not the type of nigga that's finna choose size, bro. Like, you my nigga, you my nigga. Yeah, bro. That shit weirds me. I'm the same way. And if y'all really fuck with me, y'all not gonna make me choose size neither, because I'm real, bro. I ain't about to even do that with y'all like that. Bro. Exactly. That's I know that that ain't type of time niggas even on with y'all, so. Yeah. Just let, let that be. But I let, I don't know. I just let niggas, you know, you got an issue with that nigga, you got an issue with that nigga, but that's, you know, that's still my nigga. I ain't, I ain't finna, you know, not be cool with the nigga because mm-hmm. you issue with him. That nigga ain't never did no bad to me, my nigga. Like, and nine yeah, times. Sometimes, 
if y'all have a conversation, it's gonna be solved gonna... right here. It could be solved all right here. I say that really all the time with niggas, bro, because I see niggas. Oh man, I just dropped them off. That's a bird off the motherfucker. Um, I see niggas all the time be arguing and shit, and then I'll be like, "Do y'all want to fight?" Motherfuckers do never want to fight, bro. They be real quiet right after that. Niggas be like, "Nah, I'm just saying, bro." Because I'm like, bro, just shut the fuck up then if you just you feel me? Yeah, I it was I don't know who it was, but they said my nigga, if it ain't if it ain't about, you know, a thousand dollars plus money, right? Y'all know you a thousand dollars sometimes, bro. It's like fuck it. All right, you might have got me on them thousand dollars, bro, but I'll never ever I could make a thousand more dollars. You never gonna make no more money with me. Exactly. That's why I be telling niggas like, if y'all niggas like, I be tell I tell a nigga, is you willing to smoke this nigga, bro? Like, you you willing to do some trauma for this nigga? All right, then it ain't that big. Bro. Squash that. Ain't never you smack your mama? No. All right then, bro. Let that shit go, bro. <laughs> That's that why I be telling niggas, bro. Like. I tell my fucker too. I seen one of my mans one time. He lost a fight. He like, bro, I'm finna go back. Yeah, I'm like, no, you not, bro. You finna be a man. You finna take that L like a man. And take your life. You gonna keep it pushing. You gonna put that in your backpack. And when you see bro them again, if you wanna fight him, fight him. Yeah. Uh, leave it right there. Bro ain't do Bro ain't do nothing malicious to you. He ain't cut you. He ain't hurt to try to stab you or nothing. You ain't gotta do all that, bro. Bro, give you the respect to fight you too. He could have just took it there for you too. You know what I'm saying? You got to think about perception. Like, I'm, you might swing on a nigga. He'd be like, I ain't fighting this nigga. Boom. It's done right there. Facts. And you just was with a respectable fight. You know what I'm saying? It's like, nope. That's your fault. Facts. So, fuck that. I mean, I ain't fighting for nothing no more, bro. Honestly, if I, ain't, if I ain't finna fight for, like, something, you know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't just about to be fighting, bro. That shit tiring as fuck. Motherfucker fight for 45 seconds. I'm tired for three weeks. Yeah, <laughs> that shit not the same, bro. Right. Now you punch somebody, that shit assault. You know, you're an adult. All of that shit. Nigga. You just can't be punching people in the head now. You fuck around, really go to jail. Hell yeah. You don't know nobody pre-existing conditions. You fuck around punching nigga. He <laughs> go through some shit right there. You done, bro. <laughs> you done. The niggas gonna bury your ass under the jail, bro. For real. Nigga. Hey, no, for real. No, you really gotta think about that shit. You might punch a nigga. He have a heart attack. You like that's not even what I meant. That what the fuck going on here, bro? Like, Yo, all I, I wanted to do was punch this nigga. Now he's shivering. Like, nah, I'm <laughs> done, bro. That's it. You buried under the jail, bro. And you upstate, bro. There you go, right there. You dumb shit, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga doing one million years in jail for one punch. Like, poor kid. These niggas be out here tweaking. That's what y'all be do. That shit crazy. Shit. What's another question? Let me see. Let me see. Somebody asked. I got it. I got it. I want to know them questions. I don't want to miss one. And then somebody be like, damn, bro, you ain't even ask my shit, bro. When did you start collecting? Wait, what? When did you start collecting fittings? I think I started you know, collect. Well, I never really started collecting. I always say that I'm not a collector. You know what I'm saying? I don't just collect fittings. If I I gotta like that motherfucker to buy it. 
I don't just be like, oh, this is a this, this, this. I'm going to get it because it's a that. I don't do that. So I would say I never really started collecting fitteds. But when did I realize I had a fucking collection of fitteds? Maybe like, I want to say earlier this year, I kind of realized, I'm like, damn, I need another duffel. And that's when I kind of realized, like, damn, I'm like five, four duffels in this motherfucker. And I only got one. I'm restarting my shit right now. So good. You're in a good position to, to when you started the, you know what I'm saying? Like, now you could really get to a point where, where you want to go with this shit. If you want to be a collector or you just want to get some heat, you only want to get panicked. You want to, you know what I'm saying? So you're in a good spot, bro. I'm going to have to. I might have that, uh, that frosty pink, frosty pink pinky in there, man. I say, I, I'll make sure you get like a 1999-96 that's about to drop back again. I'll send you one. I need that. Of course, it's not coming. If it comes from me, it got to get stamped, bro. I'm going to put that mug in a bag and then put that mug in a duffel. It's going to be duffled up with the... the they, they, know they know they know what's up, bro. <laughs> they know what's up, bro. Besides yourself, who your favorite fitted designer? Your favorite hat designer? Besides myself, who's my favorite fitted designer? Probably just a stupid ass. <laughs> yeah. Probably just a goofy ass for real. Justin really, that's my bro for real, man. He be having some shit, bro. He's so different with the shit. He'll show me a, a mock-up. And before he even, I, I see the inspiration to this shit, I'll be like, that's a fucking, this hat, this hat. And he'd be like, yeah. I'd be like, nah, this nigga. <laughs> this nigga cold as fuck, bro. Like, he really be having some shit, bro. He would show me some shit, and I'd be like, bro, you, that's you? He'd be like, yup. Yeah. <laughs> straight ass, like, he don't even give a fuck. He'd be like, yeah. <laughs> he'd be like, damn, bro, that shit hard as fuck. He'd be like, yo, yeah. I put the silver right here. I'd be like, I don't even give a fuck what this nigga talk about. I'm like, nigga, fuck you, nigga. I don't even know what you mean by you put the silver right here, bro. Shut up. This shit hard as fuck, bro. He really, yeah, I would say Justin for sure. Justin definitely my favorite. He consistent as fuck. That nigga, you know how like Tinker Hatfield for Nike is yeah. like the designer of all designers for Nike? Yeah. That's kind of how Justin is a fittest, bro. Like he just kind of know what's the right, he what? just know. He, like if you tell him, I want this purple. He going to tell you that purple don't really look like that purple when you get it. It's going to look more like this purple. And you could be, now, you know, he got that type of information on top of it. Like, you'd be like, I want a gold patch. He'd be like, well, you don't really want to use gold because gold not going to look like gold. It's going to look like copper. So you might want to just use this yellow, and this yellow will really look more like the gold that you're looking for. And it's like, damn, you really got to have that in your in your mata to really know, like, all that information consistently throughout what patch, what this, what patch. Like, bro, is a real, he's a demon. Justin is definitely the goal of this shit, right? He need to take a half field of that shit. That's what's up, bro. Yeah, that's, that's what's up, man. You got that, you got that connection with him, too. That's what's up. I always, I always think of it like if, if, if Jordan... Like the Jordan brand, right? The first person to put an air bubble on a shoe is Tink with the, you know. Yeah. So like, when you think about it, Justin is Tinker Hatfield and I'll be Michael Jordan. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like, I'm the athlete to the, what he was creating on his own. You know what I'm saying? Like, I came with this, this athletic, you know, kind of like style to myself with the pink bottoms 
and brought that to the culture of like being the player athlete that they wanted to see. But he was coming up with stuff creatively in the background to better how I play out there and show myself and everything. So he's definitely the Tinker Hatfield of it. That's what's up. Yeah, that shit's tough. When you designing the hat, what's your creative process? So I never mocked up a hat in my life. I never like went on my iPad and mocked anything up. I always just kind of think of it. And when I think of it, I keep it in my head to the very end. And then I tell Justin, Justin, mock it up. And then they already get sent through straight from there. Okay. And so um, my design process right now, it's kind of the same way. I kind of just think of it. I know what I want to do. And then I just be like, yo, Jay. And then he'd be like, all right, I'll get it done. Or he'll just send, he'll just get it done. And then in like five months, he'd be like, yo, that was that hat that you told me to do. And I'd be like, oh, all right, good looking, bro. Like, I'm going to go get my shit right now. Like, and that's that just how it be. Like, just like that. So That's what's up. Uh, uh, fetch, fetch her to finish. She said, She'd be like, first, you you know who Taylor May GQ is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was telling her about like using like color palettes. And she said when she when she cause she watched like Dragon Ball a lot, Dragon Ball Z and shit. She said when she watched it, it's like the color scheme mm-hmm. that she looks at and it's like that should be crazy on a fitted. Like that should be sauced on a fitted, like like uh trunks. You ever mm-hmm, seen mm-hmm. like hell yeah. That whole- I'm gonna get some free game right here. I'm gonna get free game right here. I'm gonna give one hat. I'm gonna give one hat away. Okay. I'm give one hat away. What they gotta do? First of all, if you watching this and you already two hours and four minutes saying you deserve to know what hat is coming, then I'm gonna do this. And what I'm working on. I love cartoons. I love, love, love cartoons. I'd rather watch cartoons than anything else in the world. What's your favorite, bro? My favorite cartoon of all time? Yeah. Damn, I ain't gonna lie. That's kind of difficult. My favorite cartoon of all time would probably be, damn, bro, that's crazy. I can't even think of like the favorite, favorite for real. I really can't. I got so many. I would say like off the top of my head, probably like Adventure Time or like something like motherfucking Johnny Bravo or like some like Teen Titans or Dexter's Laboratory or like some shit like that off the top of my head. But well, I think overall, South Park, Rocky Power. Oh, Rocky Power! Oh hell yeah, Rocky Power. That's all like classic SpongeBob, fucking all them shits. All them shits. I dead ass. I dead ass Jack. All them shits. But I'm gonna drop. Yeah, I'm shit. working on a. I'm, like I'm working on a cartoon pack. Okay. That what? You fuck with the Flintstones? Hell yeah. The old school shit? The Jetsons? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. The Jetsons, He-Man. Fuck yeah. Oh, I'm watching. I, I like cartoons, bro. I really don't like watching regular TV. That should be mad depressing. <laughs> hey, mm-hmm. for real. 
For real though. Right. That shit dead. Life is enough, bro. I already know what's going on outside. I don't need to watch y'all niggas tell me about it. Hey, for real. We don't need no commentators. I, oh, look, I got I got Twitch uh I got Twitch um etiquette. I know how to cover the blunt while I hit it so that it don't stop the stream. <laughs> hey, That's big it's... twist etiquette. Hey. You really just hit it with the. <laughs> hey, this nigga funny, bro. <laughs> Ma, you can pass me a Caprisa, even though I drank four of them bitches already. It's only like eight in a pack. This is done. <laughs> Yeah, this is nothing. I could drink this in one sip. You said you were. I am drinking. Cartoon collection. Yeah, yes, I am. That's what I'm working on right now. How that joint going? We got some panic in that shit. It's some panic okay. in that shit. Okay. Okay. Let's nope. open and close it. I use water, so if you gotta like. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm working on that. We got some panic in that motherfucker. I'm working on that, and I'm working on another collection, but that collection I won't speak about. You feel me? But I am working on like a little cartoon collection for myself that I, I want to drop for the world. But I know I said I would never drop hats to guess, but um, it's not only like pinks in this collection. You know what I'm saying? I got some good grays in there. Um, I got some green bottoms in there. I got some pinks, some icy. So it's a good little variety of uh, like. Some just good hats that niggas gonna be able to put on and get fly in and be like, oh, this got to do with this. But naturally, it's still a good hat. I always want to make the best hat before even like the the inspiration is cool, but it still got to be a better hat than the inspiration. Facts. Facts. Your girl around? She in the back painting nails. Oh shit! I was gonna ask her, cause uh, uh, fetch fetch her and fitted show me. One of her fittings that she did is the all black with the pink brim. Is this one right here? And then the pink logo. I got it somewhere in this motherfucker. I just had that shit in my hand. Nigga, when I saw that, bro, I was like, this might be the toughest fitted I've ever seen. Uh huh. And she did a red, all red on red, gray bottom. That's my favorite hat of all time. It's an old red on red on red 96 patch with the white world and the black outline. That's one of the best. I could have swore I brought the hat over here. That's one. So that Angels is definitely favorite pinky top three all time. Pink of Fiend Day, the two tone with the blue, brown, Rockies, pink. That shit. This, this shit crazy as a bitch. Uh, 96 pinky, the first one I ever made. That one, you know, it's a super duper spicy. All right. Um, so top five fittings of all time. Top five fittings of all time. Even if uh, I'm, even if I'm, I bet perfect. Ninety six pinky first one, ninety six icy second one. Uh, Don's angels number three, number four. Uh, the red gray bottom. Uh, Spike Lee ninety six patch. Uh, Yankee, and then I'm gonna do number five sneaker fiend day two tone Mount Rushmore, All Star Game Rocky. That's my five right there. That's what's so. That's what's That's sad. definitely my five. And I'm definitely going to come back and clip that five and post this five on the gram. Like, if y'all ever hear me say another five, smack shit out of me because this is always my five. For real. I'm going to send that That's definitely you. my top five favorite hats ever. I'm going to send that to you. 
Yeah. Shout out Sneaker Fiend Day. Sneaker Fiend Day is um, you know, one of the first collectors in in the game that um, kind of changed fitted culture for me. Kind of like got me back on my game. I was watching Day um, work on hats, and then when Day dropped this pink bottom, it made me want to like make a hat again. Cause I really not that I didn't care. I was just a little bit past it. You know what I'm saying? I was just ready to create more. Yeah. That kind of gave me that urge to be like, nah, I could come back. I could, I could drop something. I wanted, I want to drop something. Not I could, I want to. It's crazy because niggas be waiting on you to drop some shit. Like, it's mad crazy. Niggas been, niggas been telling me like, bro, what's up? When you going to drop? Like, we waiting for you to drop. But you know, when the time comes, it's gonna be a a, a release. Um, you know, shout out to Hat Club. They gave me an opportunity to become something a little bit more in this shit. You know? And you know what was funny? Remember we was talking about the, the lingo? Mm-hmm. Nigga, I'm starting to sound just like you, bruh. <laughs> it's mad. It's mad crazy. It's mad, mad crazy. <laughs> that's valid. And we've been sitting here talking for two hours. I'm starting to sound just like y'all niggas. That's valid. You gonna end up the real sturdiest nigga in the Midwest. No cat, no kizzy. Nigga, I'm finna, I'm popping out. Finna be the sturdiest nigga in the Midwest. I ain't even. Hey, you look, that was a perfect sentence. That was a perfect sentence. I'm popping out. I'm about to be the sturdiest nigga in the Midwest. That was a perfect sentence, bro. That was, that was excellent. That was one on one. That was ten out of ten. I'm on my way to be a New York nigga, man. I'm down there. Finna be like fucking the most, uh, to New York, bro. I mean, it's, it's come out here, bro. Come out there and be the sturdiest nigga, man. Be a young, sturdy nigga, man. Like these. Got to. Yeah, y'all niggas, y'all gotta put me on to some more fittings, bro. Some more, some more Jones. Cause uh, Hell yeah, bro. I'm telling you, once you follow, once you follow High Club, bro, you gonna be on that shit at the bottom. Yeah, I saw. I wanna. I wanna get a new new bag because mine's broke. I got my shit from Lids a while ago, but that mug broke. I think I got it like two years ago, maybe. But one of the zippers broke on it, so I'm trying to get a new one. Mm-hmm. But uh, I still use it. It's still valid. There it is. It's still valid. <laughs> it's, it's still, still valid. That yeah. shit's still good. It's still punching. Yeah, I still use I'm I'm using it for my fittings right now. Once in a you know, put my shit in there. I just got this New York joint. That uh, it was at Lids. What's your What's your favorite fitted store besides Hat Club? There is none. None. You don't fuck none. with Lids. Not at all. So should I not fuck with Lids? I'm gonna have to go to Hat Club, bro. I yeah. I said it. <laughs> <laughs> got tell them boys ice up. Come over here with the good guys. I'm still over here getting, getting shmoney over here. Hey, for real. I'm, I'm telling you. I'm gonna have to. We just, it, it's like it's like kind of like that club. Really, the Nike of this shit, bro. Okay. Like really, that's like the Nike of this shit. And that's so what like. That's what yeah. you uh, get your shit through. You do all your uh-huh. shit. That's where the pink bottom started. So. If, if it start there, it's just going, you know what I'm saying? I'm not, I started it there, so I'm not going to go nowhere else, really. Fine. And then, like, I do, like, so much, like, I community manage for the whole company, so it's like, that shit even more lit, you know what I'm saying? I'm really outside, really doing this stuff. That shit valid, bro. Hell of it. Yeah, send me, 
if y'all need like some some models and shit like that, just send me some shit, bro. I got me a photographer and shit like that. Like, yeah. we'll definitely tap in. They gotta drop a bag, go get you know, get a studio set session set. Nah, I, our studio, the one we go to, like two hours away. So, shit. What? Yeah, we travel two hours away for for you know some good shit, bro. I ain't gonna lie, bro. I can't even be mad at you. I used to go all the way from Brooklyn to the Bronx on the six train to the last stop just to go to the studio. That shit used to be like two hours. This this was my birthday shoot right here, bro. Like, oh, that studio is clean. I see the white. Yeah. They got like the the backdrops and that shit and all that. I'm finna. Why I'm everything finna. so fucking far, bro? Why two hours though? That's crazy as hell. Yeah. It's I don't know. I just sent you that picture, but that's the that's uh you know like we just we go there, bro. We pay one fifty for four hours, bro, and we in that month going crazy. Creating that's not bad at all. So yeah, like my birthday coming up. So if you got some, I seen you said you you needed some models and shit like that. So if you got mm-hmm. some, send me some shit because I'm finna have a birthday shoot. Another one that one was for my birthday. So. If you need some shit shot, just shoot me some shit, and we'll definitely yeah. shit rocking, bro. Hell yeah, hell yeah. I'll get you some shit. We definitely got to get you in some hack club shit, bro, for real. Hey, I got to, bro. Like, I'm over here working with Liz, bro. I had to hurry up and get some shit done real quick. Nah, like, I hear that shit. Hat. I'm about to throw in another joint. That nigga, bro, he got the whole closet over there. That bad boy. I'm about to throw in another. That motherfucker violent. Sheesh. The copper on that joint crazy. It look like it's buzzed down. Hell yeah. With the motherfucking pinky too. That shit go crazy, bro. That's one of them ones for real. Yeah, I'm gonna need one of them. I'm I'm telling you. I need the validation on that bad boy too. That's light. I'm telling I'm telling just, you. When we get off this shit, I'm going to DM you. I'm going to be like, yo, bro, just send me your sizes, bro. You feel me? We're going to work, son. We're going to make it happen. We got to get you some hack club shit ASAP. ASAP, bro. I'm finna shit. Fuck it. Fill, fill the whole luggage case up with that mud, bro. Fill the whole box. Mm-hmm. That's oh. how they really got to be. Get a oh. whole new double full of hack club. Got you. I need the hack club logo on that bad boy, too. This the lid. Lids on there, so... I gotta. I'm nah, yeah, no, no, everything. We done with that. We retiring that one. We retiring that one. <laughs> that one's done. That one's done. I'm finna switch the whole, the whole, whole closet up. We finna throw it all out. Yep. Why? Right, <laughs> you gonna see the difference? You gonna get one of them shits? You gonna see the the way the hat look? You gonna be like, nah, bro. I need like five thousand of these shits. Five. But you see that the, the copper on this is just that mud, like like it's stupid, like. From afar, look like it's bedazzled. That motherfucker tough, hella valid. Oh my god! And it's like a plum color. It's not even, not like a plum. It's like a navy. It's like a weird purple. I don't know. It's like a midnight. It's a good color. I was looking at that, bro. I thought it was black. I thought it was like the camera just fucking with it. But that motherfucker, that motherfucker, like a dark purple, valid. Crazy, I'm bro. telling you, bro. I, <laughs> that lingo pa- uh, passing off, bro. That lingo passing That's off. 
Oh, y'all yeah, know. I'm crazy with it. This is camera the purple haze. Purple haze. You see the pinks is different though, you feel me? Yeah. This is this the pinky, it's like a fluorescent pink, but it still look crazy. Yeah, that's that camera on pink though. Yep, this is that I said. This is the camera on purple haze. That's that oxide. That pink panther pink. That's mm. what he was on. That's that shit. That shit tough. The patch on this shit is ridiculous. Like, bro, who who would have thought to put purple and pink together, bro? Like, like this, too. Tough. Yeah. Shout out to Justin. Okay. Justin definitely. I told you, Justin, one of the ones, bro. That he shit. Definitely didn't think the half field of this. I'm going to have to break this interview down, nigga. <laughs> Niggas going to be like, damn, this shit long as hell. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This one nigga, bro. Friend, you, you that nigga, bro. You cool people. Yo, thank you, brody. I appreciate you, bro. OD. Bro, you know family over here, bro. You family over here now, bro. Thank you, bro. Hell, you need to come out to New York, bro. We're going to have a good time, man, for real. Hey, I'm finna slide out there. I ain't even going to lie to you, bro. Even I'm... if it's for like a weekend, bro, just come out here. You feel me? You ain't going You feel me? You ain't going really. You can't blow too much bread in $48, right? But, yeah, I'm going to damn near come out there this summer. Damn near. Yeah. Okay. She's gonna be lit, bro. By then, it'd be dispensaries up here, too. So, motherfuckers come out here, it'd be up. It's gonna be like a whole different vibe of the city, you feel me? Valley. 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 I'm telling you. Valley. No cap, no kizzy. Yes, Hilarski. Jimmy, you remember that 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 video? Needs to be like one day in New York. Yeah. Two days yeah. in New York. That's gonna be yeah, it is probably, bro. It's probably <laughs> week in New York, yo. No cap for that nigga's really on my <laughs> outside. outside. Yeah, fucking week. <laughs> energy, bro. Y'all niggas got that energy, bro. That shit is so crazy. That is crazy for real. That's really what it is. Niggas is really retarded out here. That shit crazy. Yeah, I'm gonna have to slide out there, bro. For real, for real. Okay. Anything okay. else you want to tell everybody before we hop off, man? Anything I, I'm gonna tell the people. The last thing I want to leave people with for this one is stay frosty, man. Facts. That's it. Stay on your toes. Stay frosty, and and that's it. Just stay frosty at all times. Big fucking validations. Big valid. Big validations. Yes, Sersky. Hilarski. No, Sersky. Sheesh. <laughs> it's been a really? fucking movie, man. Hey. Yo, thank you for having me, bro. I really appreciate you, man. That ass, you know, you you, you hit me and then like, I, I wanted to make sure this interview definitely came out and was the right way. I know yesterday we were supposed to link up. I was shooting a fucking cover issue, but like, yo, oh, you are thank good. you, bro. Thank you for having me, bro. That ass means a lot to me. I just want to I ain't even gonna lie to you because you didn't, you didn't have to give me the interview. So I want to thank you for your time, you know, hopping on with me and chopping it up with me, bro, and being a real nigga, a cool nigga, bro. So for real, for real, bro. Thank you, bro. That's real shit. Thank you, bro. Thank you. Bro. Stay tapped in with me, bro. And we gonna. I'm gonna. Of course. I'm telling you, I'm gonna uh, send me some of them hats, whatever you got, bro. And I'm gonna. I'm going straight to the studio. I dropped the 150. 
myself, bro, just to get that shit shot and get some content for you, bro. For real, for real. Say that, bro. Thank you. For real. All love, bro. But, uh, yeah, we finna get up off here. I'm gonna hit you. I'm gonna hit you, and then I'm gonna send you, like, the clips and shit that you want. Just let me know what you want, and...